0: Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Tuesday, January 19th, 2016. Hey, I got through the whole date without fucking it up. I know. That's awesome. Uh, This is episode 89, uh, and this is another special edition of the Godless Interruption. We'll be covering the Republican primary debate, which was held Thursday, January 14th. Uh, That's crazy. We're late to the party. I,
3: I watched the first hour of it at work. And then I was like, I gotta torture myself with this twice, so I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> I have seen absolutely none of this.
4: I've oh, seen really? I've seen a couple things people uh, have posted about. You know, they made memes and stuff already. Yeah. So I've seen a couple of lines here and there that have been said, but we'll, I've seen none of it.
0: I watched the first half hour and then had other shit to do, and then uh, sat down and watched all of it again while making notes and fucking. Uh, it made my day sad.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I'd say we have to warn listeners right now. This is probably going to be a long one again.
0: Possibly, possibly, per, well, not possibly,
3: likely. It, well, yeah,
0: most probably.
3: I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm. Not. I, I, I. I'm Ryan. <laughs> we do not have a guest
0: here with us this evening. No. But I I listened to the show that we had. Uh, last week with Jeff, and yeah. I, I mentioned to you guys earlier that mm-hmm. that was a really good show. Yeah. He was a great guest. Yes, he was. He's a lot of fun. Uh Anyway, you can find us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash godless Send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail dot com. Uh, Twitter our twatter at tgr podcast. <laughs> Call or text us at three three zero eight one rebel. That's three three zero eight one seven three two three five. You can find us on Stitcher iTunes and just about anywhere else you get your podcasts including our Podbean site at Mm godlessrevolution.podbean.com I will be working on a regular website for us sometime here in the near future please be sure to give us a rating Uh, you know rate us through your app or out on Stitcher iTunes or wherever else you you happen to be finding this and let other people know how much you like the show yeah, rape Uh, us through your app that'd be great (laughs) don't rape us i don't want to be raped. no rape's bad oh yeah yeah. don't rape anybody (laughs) (laughs) so oh real quick before we get into the republican debate um i wanted to go over a little bit so the republican debate was on thursday yeah yeah then there was a democratic debate on On sunday yeah and It was, it was a pretty fiery Democratic debate. It was, it was the most contentious of any of the Democratic debates. Not that there have been a whole lot of them. Thanks, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Yeah. yeah.
4: Fuck you. (sighs) Uh, On, on during playoff NFL team. Yeah. It's prime time.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, of course, I think any one of the three Democratic candidates that are running right now would be better than any of the options that the Republicans have, have. Put forth thus far, yes. Uh, by leaps and bounds, yes. Um, I think early on in the early on in the Democratic debate, O'Malley had a great line about agreeing with both Sanders and Clinton hmm. that they are both inconsistent in yeah. their views on gun control uh. because they were they were going back yeah. and forth and attacking each other. Yeah, uh, Clinton seemed really snarky during a lot it, of the questions, especially about health care. Well, I think she's feeling the pressure right now. Oh, she absolutely is.
4: Um, so that's a good sign for a president.
3: Yeah. You get under pressure and you start to lose it. You get all snarky. But even with Bernie, cause he said right off the bat, he goes, I'm not going to go after people personally, like underneath the tax, but he's kind of like, I might have to now.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think that he necessarily has to attack anybody. And I, and I appreciate that he's not. The thing that, that bothered me. And you know, I've I've been leaning toward Sanders as this is all gone. On. Yeah. The thing that the thing that really <laughs> threw me into Sanders' camp, after, especially after the most recent debate, was just the way that Hillary Clinton has to caricature his positions and his and his views on things in order to try to swing votes her way. Like yeah. she's being disingenuous in the way she talks about. His policies and positions on things and that really bothers me
4: yeah yeah i would i would say one of the big things too even from the last debate was the way in which bernie sandal sanders bernie sandals
0: (laughs) it's an (laughs) 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 all-inclusive come to the islands
4: uh the way he handled the apology for something that was not entirely clearly the Sanders campaign's fault. Yeah. With yeah. The, the... The emails. Yeah, the emails. Or so, the, I mean, yeah, more network. emails with Hillary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, he just immediately apologized
3: and... But yeah. but even when Hillary's attacking him on his, his gun voting, he, he hasn't a good answer to why he voted that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well and it like I said it just bothers me that she misrepresents what he's actually saying yeah. in order to get votes. I think that's I think yeah. that's dirty pool. That's that's, that's something that you would <laughs> expect from the Republican party yeah. not somebody who is is trying to be taken as a serious candidate who who only wants to talk about the issues. And that was something else Bernie mentioned during the debate was you know, they they brought up uh, Bill Clinton's past indiscretions, yeah. and Bernie said, you know, and and the moderator said something like, at the time you said they were, you know, disgusting or deplorable or whatever language they used, and he said, they said, do you would you still say that now? He's like, yeah, I would, I would still say that they are like that, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. We're here to talk about uh, the issues.
4: Yeah, yeah, and it's Hillary, not Bill.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, and we're not voting for Bill Clinton. So I I really appreciated that one thing. I thought that he stumbled on and that he has yet to make a clear case for and it and it bothers me because it it seems to me a pretty cut and dry easy explanation for things is is when he you know it's and i think it's because he gets really nervous when people are like oh you're going to raise taxes
4: yes of course
0: and and he he hears that and gets nervous and and just stumbles over it when talking about his healthcare proposals and it's it's really simple and easy so i'm going to break it down <laughs> So right now, let's say that you are paying $10,000 a year in health care premiums. Bernie is saying that rather than paying that $10,000, we will increase your taxes by $5,000. Ah. And that's what you will, you know, and these are all just, you know, ballpark numbers, yeah. but this is just an example. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so rather than pay the $10,000 in health insurance premiums, you'll pay $5,000 in taxes, and then you won't have to pay... Anything, anything again? Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. You'll be you'll be pocketing that extra five yeah, yeah. thousand right, dollars, as right, right, well right. as your co pays, your deductibles, and not having to go through all of that hassle either. Yeah, but and th- and I mean, if he was just clear and could say something concise like that, I think that would go a long way toward toward swinging people more toward. Oh yeah, okay, that's no problem. Yeah, right? and right. what people
3: don't understand is you're already paying taxes for healthcare that you don't get to use unless you're on Medicare, because all Medicare is the single payer taxes, a single payer healthcare system. Yeah. Yeah, you're already paying. You're already Medicare. paying it. You just don't get to use it. And then you got to pay extra on top of that for your own personal health care. Mm-hmm.
0: But, but guys, isn't that socialism? <laughs> no.
3: it's We already basically <laughs> have know, a socialized health care system
0: when you figure in the costs of people with no insurance going to emergency centers yeah. and, and being treated. And then those costs to treat the people who don't have coverage are passed on to everybody else yeah. who still right. does. Right. I mean it's still it any way you slice it it's still a socialized healthcare system. Yep. It's just that everybody's paying a whole lot more than they need to. Yeah, right exactly. Now.
3: And as much as I don't like Michael Moore, he did have a good thing in his documentary Sicko where he went over to Europe where they have socialized healthcare and he was talking to a doctor and he's like, "Oh, you're a uh, that's a nice car you got there. And he goes, oh, you must be living in a horrible place to afford that car. And he goes, that's like, oh, you got a really nice house. How can you afford all this when you have socialized health care over here? He's like, I make $300,000 a year. He goes, I make a lot of money. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I don't make the millions a doctor in America makes, but I don't need that to yeah, live I'm, nice. I'm comfortable. This I'm, is... Yeah, I live fairly well yeah. off of the payments I get from socialized through the socialized health care system. So.
0: Yeah. Um, so somebody had posted on Facebook. I'm not sure whose phone is making that noise. We'll get my phone off the table in case it's me. Um, but somebody posted on Facebook asking who they thought won the debate. Yeah. And, you know, really it comes down to what metrics you want to, to use as a marker. I think overall, uh, Clinton was, was more, was better spoken. Uh She was she was a lot more clear in everything she was saying. She was very politic in the things that she was saying. Very polished. She, yeah, very polished. She hit all you know, she hit all the right notes, didn't really stumble. I I think Sanders, like I said, stumbled on the on the question of taxes and, and health care. If you want to look at the debate as a whole and the the topics that were discussed, the whole debate centered around Bernie Sanders and his positions. I mean, that's yeah. what they talked about. That's what all three candidates on stage were talking about were, were Bernie Sanders trying to take him down. Things. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if you, if you want to look at what was the most important topic during the debate, regardless of the things that they were talking about necessarily, it was all Bernie Sanders. It, yeah. it all revolved around Bernie Sanders. So, hmm. I think in that sense, he definitely won the debate. Um, what, what, like I said, what he didn't make clear was his case on universal health care. But he did come off as the person most willing to discuss the issues instead of all of the surrounding drama, and and I mentioned that earlier when, right. you know, they asked him about Bill Clinton yeah. and, and he's kind of his past indiscretions. He's kind know. of always been that guy
4: in the debates, the one the most most willing to talk about the issues rather than
0: yeah. And drama. and then you know the, my last takeaway from it was that it is also very clear that. That Hillary Clinton is becoming increasingly concerned about Sanders' poll numbers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and the looming possibility that he'll that she's going to lose the election again to someone who nobody really thought had a chance to win at all.
3: Right in the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting so
2: points,
0: yeah.
3: I mean, last time she went down like the Titanic. Now she's going down like the Hindenburg.
0: Oh, and also like the Hildenberg? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like one of the moderators during my little summation there in that I did not give O'Malley much time for anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like I like Martin O'Malley. I think yeah, he's yeah, a good yeah. guy, but they 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 treat it's, him as, a, as an afterthought.
3: Yeah. It's probably gotten to the point where, like, well, we give out questions based on your polling numbers. O'Malley, you pulled out 2%, so you get two minutes. <laughs> the whole thing. You get
0: yeah. 2% of this whole debate. yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, which
3: is which is unfortunate.
4: Yeah, I, li- I like O'Malley. Yeah, I, I, I think I, he's a pretty good guy. I think it's funny, too, because I, I, I have a hard time deciding if it's just O'Malley or uh, he's trying to do something desperately to gain poll numbers, but he's 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 not a guy to mince words, I've found. <laughs> In most of these debates. He's 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 pretty yeah, he's straight pretty forward. straightforward, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, he's a straight shooter for sure. Uh with that, we why do we... don't we get into the debate? Into the shit show we call the Republican primary. But well, first, a little musical interlude.
8: Coward and- for freedom. I can't handle this. When freedom rings. Answer the call. On your feet. Stand up tall. Freedom's on our shoulders. USA! Enemies of freedom. Face the music. Come on, boys, take them down. President Donald Trump knows how to make America great. Deal from strength or get crushed every time. Over here, USA! Over there, USA! Freedom and liberty everywhere. Oh say can you see, it's not so easy. But we have to stand up tall and answer freedom's call. USA, 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 USA. We're the land of the free and the home of the brave, USA, USA. Sharks are flying, let's celebrate our freedom, inspire proudly, freedom to the world. Ameritude, American pride, USA! it's attitude, it's who we are, stand up tall. We're the red, white, and blue, fiercely free, that's who, our colors don't run a serene.
2: But we have to stand up tall and
4: answer freedom's calls. That's, that's deeply troubling.
0: It's super troubling. Yeah. Well, and clearly that was all... That was a studio recording that they were lip-syncing there on yeah. stage. Yep. This is this. This comes from a Trump rally. And when I first saw it, I thought, no way is that fucking real. That has to be bullshit. Like, yeah. I mean, it even looks kind of green-screened when they're yeah. out there dancing, but it... It just—it's so yes. disturbing. Ryan said. Ryan mentioned earlier that he thought that uh, it was reminiscent of some of the things that we see coming out of North Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, more than reminiscent. I
0: mean, it's almost exact. Yeah, and it's... I hate myself a little bit for playing that. So I, I, <laughs> I understand if our listeners hate me a little bit for putting them through it because that was fucking awful. <laughs> it was God. It was I just I. Like I said, I couldn't believe it. I didn't, I didn't think it was real when I first saw it. Uh, let me swap over to the debate here. I mean, it, just,
3: it just gets us into the mood for the dumb fuckery that we're all about to hear right now. I guess. That's the Republican debate.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> In South Carolina, welcome. And to here we go. The Republican presidential debate of the 2016 yeah. campaign here on the Fox Business Network. I'm Neil Cavuto alongside my friend and co-moderator, Maria Bartiromo.
9: Tonight, Butter we are Roma. working with Facebook to ask the candidates the questions voters want answered. And according to Facebook, the U.S. election has dominated the global conversation with 131 million people talking about the 2016 race. That makes it the number one issue talked about on Facebook last year worldwide. Wow.
5: Now, the seven candidates crazy. on the stage yeah, tonight were selected based, based on their standing. In six national polls, as well as polls in the early voting states of Iowa and New Hampshire. Those standings determining the position on the stage of the candidates tonight. And here they are. Businessman Donald Trump.
2: Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump, Trump.
3: Trump. Trump. <laughs> bangs.
5: Ted Cruz. Oh, He's got a spray
3: tan on. Oh, I hate him so much. Look at his hairline.
0: He's got a great Senator Marco Rubio. I was really surprised at how pasty Jeb Bush looks.
5: He's
3: super white. It is winter.
0: surgeon Ben
5: Carson.
3: Carson looks like he's got a spray on, too.
5: New Jersey governor (laughs) Chris Christie.
0: (laughs) And Chris Christie just looks like he stinks. Yeah. He always looks like he smells bad.
3: Look how white he is. He's,
0: like, super pasty.
3: He probably said he didn't want to wear makeup, didn't, didn't realize Ohio how Leonard much John lights Kasich. affect you on stage.
9: Tonight's rules are simple up to 90 seconds for each answer, one minute for if each. If they're so simple,
3: response. why can't they follow them? If a candidate yeah.
9: goes over the allotted time, you'll hear this. So let's get started. Candidates, jobs and growth, two of the biggest issues facing the country right now. In his State of the Union address earlier this week, the president said, quote, we have the strongest, most durable economy in the world. And according to our Facebook research, jobs is one of the biggest issues resonating across the country. Including here in South Carolina, the president is touting 14 million new jobs and an unemployment rate cut in half. The president says that anyone who claims America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. Senator Cruz, what do you see that he doesn't?
10: Well, Maria, thank you for that question. And let me say thank you to the state of South Carolina for welcoming him us.
0: Welcoming
9: him us,
10: start. I want to get to the substance of the question on jobs. But but you want want to say something else. Today, many of us picked up our newspapers.
4: This is opening line. And we were horrified
10: to see the sight of 10 American sailors on their knees with their hands on their heads. In that State of the Union, President Obama didn't so much as mention the ten sailors that had been captured by Iran. President Obama is preparing to send $100 billion dollars or more yeah. to the Ayatollah Khamenei. And
3: they're getting released.
10: And I'll tell you, it was heartbreaking. But the good news is, the next commander-in-chief is standing on this stage.
3: No. No, he's not. No. The funny thing is, is those sailors fucked up and drove into Iranian waters. And I yeah. give
10: you my word, if I am elected president, no serviceman or service woman will be forced to be on their knees. And any you nation that captures that, our fighting men and women will feel the full force and fury of the United States. Of America. Yeah, how, how the
3: fuck does he so, think he can promise that? That's so bullshit. Basically, he just promises if any of our now soldiers illegally go into question. another country's waters, we're going to bomb the fuck out of a them. A rosy yeah.
10: picture of jobs. And you know, he's right. If you're a Washington lobbyist, if you make your money in and around Washington, things are doing great. The millionaires and billionaires are doing great under Obama, but we have the lowest percentage of Americans working today of any year since 1977. Median wages have stagnated, and the Obama-Clinton economy has left behind the working men and women of this country. The reason all of us are here is we believe we should be fighting for the working men and women of this country and not Washington, D.C. Thank you, sir. I made slightly more this year, but then again, I work more overtime. time.
4: It's, yeah. it's climbing back from the disaster we are, uh, the Bush not was. even two weeks yeah.
5: into this stock trading year. But think about it. Investors have already lost 1.6 trillion <laughs> billion dollars in market value. That makes it the worst start to a new year ever. Many worry that things could get even worse and that banks and financial hasn't dipped stocks to levels. are particularly vulnerable. Yeah. Now, if this escalates like it did... Back when Barack Obama first assumed the presidency. What actions would you <laughs> yeah. do if the same thing happens all over it again? It didn't get there because of Obama. It the- was
3: there because of a previous president. So I, I mentioned to
0: you guys before we yeah. started recording that yeah. the moderators are fucking bullshit throughout this whole goddamn thing. Well, it's Neil Cavuto. I mean, they, I mean it's, it's questions like, you know, Barack Obama... Bad president or worst president ever? Yeah, 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 I mean, it's all those types of leading questions it's, it's where a, they...
3: It's, it's an Obama hate party. They yeah, beg yeah, yeah. the
0: question with everything that they ask the candidates. It just... It was... It, it got really grating toward the end of the debate because I mean, they do it with almost every question. And one thing about the stock market is we had record high stock markets last year. Well, and he's... And he couches this whole thing with, you know, when... when you know, or as bad as it was when President Obama yeah, took, took office, office, and it's
3: like blaming President Obama for it. Yeah,
0: oh, no. yeah, that was that was he had to he had to have a little bit of time to instill some more confidence in people and get things going again. And since then, he's completely reversed all of the damage that Bush yeah. did to the economy.
5: Right, over.
6: Presidents. Well, look. It takes three things basically to grow jobs, and I've done it when I was in Washington. When we seeds, had water,
3: budget, and dirt. Had four <laughs> years
6: of balanced budgets, paid down a half a trillion of, of debt, and our economy was growing like crazy. It's the same thing that I did in Ohio. It's the well, same formula. Do? Common sense regulations, which is why I think we should freeze all federal reg- regulations for one year except for health and safety. It requires tax cuts because that sends a message to the job freeze creators. All federal that regulations. Things are headed the right way. Yeah,
3: well,
0: and I wanted to mention really quickly, too, that Ted Cruz said, has said that job participation is at its lowest level since 1978. That's true. Factually, that's true. Right. What that doesn't include is the number of baby boomers yeah. who are retiring. I mean, the the largest generation of people is are retiring. leaving the workforce, and that's what I keep bringing well, up to people. There's
4: there's actually another thing to consider too. In that during during Bush's second term, um, the average American was working two or three jobs. Now that they can get a a, a yeah. job that they can work forty hours and still afford to live, they're dropping the other
0: two jobs. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's that famous quote of President Bush talking to that single mother who says she's working three jobs and he's like isn't that great only in america can Can you you, work could you be working three jobs
3: yeah like no she has to work three
0: jobs because her other
3: two and her third are not paying enough that she can have one
0: fucking job yeah it's not an
3: aspiration in my life to work three jobs that
0: highlighted just how completely out of fucking touch these people are with the working poor yeah
6: Tax cuts, if you cut taxes for corporations and you cut taxes for individuals, nope. you're going to make things move, particularly the corporate tax, which is the you highest, of this. course, in the in the world.
0: So he says that the U.S. corporate tax is the highest in the world, which is bullshit. Not, it is no, not. That is not true. That is a lie. Not even close. The statutory rate on corporate profits is 39.1%. That's the statutory rate, but that doesn't take into account deductions, uh, with deductions, Things like health insurance, pensions, investments for the company. Uh, the effective tax rate on average is 27.1% for corporations, which is below average. It's below the average for countries that belong to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. That's a group that
3: includes most advanced industrialized yeah. nations. Yep. So We I, are below average. My tax yep. percentage is almost equal to what they are. I did the math on mine after taxes- Without including Medicare and Social Security, I'm paying 22 percent state and federal.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, for him to say that it's the highest in the world is just a fucking lie. It's just it's a bullshit. Lie. And even the rate that we do have is not what corporations actually pay. Yeah, right, right. right.
6: In addition to that, we have to have fiscal discipline. We have to show that we can march to a balanced budget. And when you do that, when you're in a position of managing regulations, when you reduce taxes, and when you have fiscal discipline, you see the job creators begin to get very comfortable with the fact that they can invest. Right now, you don't have the. You have taxes that are too high. You have regulations. I mean, come on, they're affecting everybody here, particularly our small so businesses. Full money regulations. They yeah. are, uh, here, particularly our small oh. businesses, they are. Uh, they're in a position where they're smothering people. That was Fox. And I mean, are you though, kidding me? Yeah. We're nowhere close if, to a balanced budget If we go or back to an unregulated industry industry industries, we're going back together, to 1920s. Are going to get yeah. confidence to job creators, and you Child will begin labor. to see wages rise. You will begin to see jobs created in a robust economy. And how do I know it? Because I've done it. I did it as the chairman of the Budget Committee, working with Senator Domenici, and I've done it in the state of Ohio as the chief executive. Our wages are growing faster than the national average. No. We're running surpluses, and we can take that message and that formula to Washington to lift every single American to a better life. You want to grow I, jobs? I didn't
4: know he worked with Domenici. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pete. Everybody knows Pete. Everyone knows Pete Domenici. Uh, I,
3: I think okay. growing, growing jobs comes back to the one thing: raise fucking minimum wage, so people are working one job instead of two or three. Guess what? There's more jobs.
0: Yeah. Well, and as we've <laughs> as we've mentioned before, you know, the Republicans like to talk about regulations and how much you know how yeah. difficult it is to get around regulations and work through all yeah, of these regulations. It's so hard to be a billionaire these days. <laughs> Life's hard for a pimp, but <laughs> you know, we've we've mentioned it before that these regulations weren't didn't come about for no fucking reason yeah yeah it right, wasn't right, right. just somebody sitting back thinking what can i do to make business harder for people
4: yeah for for the owners yeah, yeah they- these
0: regulations were put in place to protect the worker they're put in place to protect the environment they're put in place to protect other businesses they're not just willy-nilly rules that somebody's like ah i wonder what i can do to fuck with businesses today yeah, yeah. i mean they, they were all brought about for a purpose
2: yep
9: We know that recent global events have many people worried. Iran detaining American sailors, forcing them to apologize. North <laughs> Korea its nuclear ambitions. An aggressive China and a Middle East that continues to deteriorate. Not to mention ISIS is getting stronger. Governor Christie, really? sometimes it seems the world is on fire. Where and when should a president use military action
11: to restore order? Well, Maria, I'm glad to have heard from you um, in the summary of that question about what's going on in the world because uh, Tuesday night I watched Storytime with Barack Obama and i got to tell ya, you, asshole. it sounded like everything in the world was going amazing, you know? Everything is going really well. Yes. Compared to when the last Republican yeah. was yeah. in office? In fact, things that the next president is going to have to do to clean up this mess. The first thing is we have to strengthen our alliances around the world. And <laughs> the best way to do that is to start talking to our allies again and having them be able to count and on our word. And get deals
4: with them. No, lots wait, of people
11: no. will say lots of different things about me in this campaign and, and, and others. Um, but the one thing they've never said about me is that I'm misunderstood.
0: That I've missed and a so dinner. <laughs> when we talk to our allies and we give them our
11: word in a Christie administration, they know we're going to keep it. Next... We have to talk to our adversaries and we have to make sure they understand the limits of our patience. And this president, they don't give a fuck Given what Ted said right at the beginning. He's absolutely right. It's a it's absolutely disgraceful that Secretary Kerry and others said in their response to what's going on. Uh, in Iran, that uh, this was good thing. It showed how the relationship was getting better. The president doesn't understand, and by the way, neither does Secretary Clinton. And here's my warning to everybody: if out If Iran
3: wandered into our waters, worried, we would have it- done the same exact fucking thing. Oh yeah, exactly the same thing.
0: I don't know that we would have made them apologize <laughs> on camera, but
3: I mean, we we definitely would have taken, taken prisoner, them prisoner, made them hold their hands up, be like, "Hey, you are." In- well, yeah, they
0: they talk <laughs> about having these sold having our soldiers on their knees with their hands in the air. That's what you fucking do Dude, to yeah, a, yeah, to yeah. an opposing military force who wanders into your international territory. Yeah, yeah. do they expect that we would treat? fucking prisoners of war any differently in, in, or or people if like if our if iran ran a couple boats aground in florida that we wouldn't do the same yeah. fucking thing dude
3: we do that to our own citizens when they
0: get arrested <laughs> i forget about foreigners I mean, and well yeah. and then
3: even when obama was giving a speech even before he gave it they even said iran's like yeah we're gonna let him go in the morning when it's light out and it's safer seas yeah so we'll just feed him and take care of him right now and then once no everything's better we'll let him go yeah, yeah. They weren't held
11: hostage. You're worried about how we're going to use our military. You're worried about strengthening our military. And you're worried most of all about keeping your homes and your families safe and secure. You cannot give Hillary Clinton a third term of Barack Obama's leadership. I will not do that if I'm the nominee. She won't get within 10 miles of the White House.
0: How is he going to keep Hillary Clinton from ten miles from the yeah. White House? That's just that's hyperbolic it's, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, hyperbole. It's that's, hyperbole. Yep. That's so stupid. I mean,
3: the fence is like a thousand yards away.
0: That's so stupid. Well, and then he says that we need to rebuild our military. I, that doesn't sound like a fiscally conservative Republican to me. No. When you when you look at the fact that you know, depending on what you're looking at, either either our military force and spending is greater than at least. The, the next seven or eight nations combined
4: well Republicans have not been fiscally conservative for generations they they've been socially conservative which means yeah. no fags
3: yeah no. but but
4: if you look at Bush and Reagan versus Clinton and Obama who had fiscal conservative plans Obama and Clinton did the economy is undeniably better underneath the
3: Democratic uh, I mean, presidents our, our biggest, Every single time our yeah. biggest yeah. expense as a country is war mm-hmm. yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, for the for the amount that we have spent in Iraq and Afghanistan, we could have given everybody universal health care. We could oh, yeah. have put everybody right through, through college.
3: Yeah, I mean, maybe we even, even give everybody given a everyone home.
0: homes. Yeah. yeah, maybe
4: even that. That we haven't figured that out yet.
3: I mean, it was we were spending close to a billion dollars a day. It's ridiculous. It's 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 gross. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. It's outrageous the amount of money that gets spent over there. Yeah, and for nothing. That's the whole thing. That's yeah, just.
11: Military action, Maria, would be used when it was absolutely necessary to protect American lives and protect American interests around the world. We are not the world's policemen, but we need to stand up and be ready. And the problem, Maria, is that the military is not ready either. We need to rebuild our military, and this president has let it diminish to a point where Tin pot dictators like the Mullahs in Iran are taking our navy ships. It is disgraceful. Ah. And the Christie administration, they would know much, much better than oh, to do that. Brother.
0: Tin pot dictators, who Chris Christie and the rest of the Republicans on stage are pissed off that the United States made a treaty with to get yeah. to help, you know, to keep Iran from getting nuclear, nuclear weapons, weapons. right?
3: And to be a new ally, or, or developing and an say, ally with and them. And to
0: say out of one side of their mouths that they're still terrified that Iran will get a nuclear weapon, but then to call them tin pot dictators. Yeah.
3: Yep.
5: Fuck you, Chris Christie. When earlier he said he wanted to get to talk president with our Bush. adversaries. The president just yeah. told the nation uh, two nights ago that America's back and that the idea that our enemies are getting stronger or that this country is getting weaker, well, it's just rhetoric and hot air. Whoa, whoa, now the Democrats whoa. go even <laughs> further, sort of saying uh, Republicans even suggesting such comments actually embolden our enemies. I guess they would include you. What do you say? As well,
2: one first of, first of our all, enemies? Um, yeah. Yeah. The idea that somehow...
7: We're better off today than the day that Barack Obama was inaugurated president of the United States. Is totally an alternative universe. The simple fact is that
0: if, if you, anybody would know about alternative universes, it's, it's Jeb it's Bush. A, it's a, yeah. and it's a Bush. Yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, Look, numbers don't lie. Look at the numbers, and it's, it's there. We're doing better. I know. You know. Every time I hear him speak up here,
4: uh, it just, it just seems like a pathetic excuse to force in, hey. Come on, guys! My brother really was great. He really was great, dude. He, you don't
0: believe me, and I can't get like I said. I can't get over how fucking pasty he is. He looks like Elmer's glue in a
3: suit. (laughs) I'm just, I'm honestly wondering if they ran out of time to put makeup on his face.
7: Uh, the world has been tor- torn asunder. Think about it. Asunder. With grandiose language, the president talks about red lines and nothing to follow it up. Talks about ISIS being the JV team. They form a caliphate the size of Indiana with thirty-five to 40,000 battle-tested terrorists.
4: Yeah, thanks to your brother.
7: He's, he's missing the whole point that America's leadership in the world is required for peace and stability. In the crowd today is Major General James Livingston, who's the co-chairman of my campaign here in South Carolina, a Medal of Honor recipient. I've learned from him that what we need to achieve is peace through strength, which means we need to rebuild the military. In this administration, every weapon system has been needed. In this administration, the force levels are going down to a level where we can't even project force. Our friends no longer think we have their back, and our enemies no longer fear us. And we're in a much difficult, we're in much different position than we should be. And for the life of me, I have no understanding why the president thinks that everything is going well. Terrorism is on the run. China, Russia, terrorism is is on the run. run. That's That's a good thing, thing, right? Yeah, it should be on the run. As President of the United States, I, think I will meant be meant commander-in-chief yeah. that will have the back of yeah, the military. Really- we will rebuild the military to make sure that it is a solid force. Not to be the world's policeman, but to make sure that in a peaceful world... To waste people money? People know that the United States is there to take, take care of our own national interests and take care of our allies. <laughs> the
4: oil field. He, he has to build the military because he's, he's, he's going to risk getting shot in the face by Cheney if he doesn't make more money for <laughs> Halliburton. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That,
3: that, that's what makes money.
0: Exactly. Well my and my observation of of his little introductory answer here was that he seems really nervous. Yeah, he I mean does. he stammered a lot, he fucked up his words, he seems out of breath.
3: But he, that's kind of been on par that. with him lately. Yeah, he's been doing yeah, that a he lot. He just
0: he doesn't he's not at all polished. I mean, comparing no. his performance to Hillary Clinton, it's like just, just go home. But then again, show why, me why why are you on the main stage? Show right me now? a polished bush. yeah exactly oh well (laughs) I could google that for you <laughs> so not in the porn world, guys. I, I did a bunch so of you For
5: that, you do not agree with the president. No, and worse. Okay. worse it's, yet, it's always to too honest, easy
3: to throw in some innuendos windows with the bush. It would be
7: a <laughs> national security disaster. Think about it. She wants to continue down the path of Iran, Benghazi, the Russian recent a
3: Benghazi,
7: Dodd Frank, all oh. the things that have, that have gone wrong in this country. She would be a national security mess. And that is wrong. And Did you he know say what? natural security? Yeah. If she gets elected, yeah, she's under just... investigation with the FBI right now. If she gets elected, her first hundred days, instead of setting an agenda, she might be going back and forth between the White House and the courthouse. We need to stop that.
3: Well, that's the, the problem with that whole thing. Is They even said that that's part of their agenda is to keep her looking bad by suing her for shit oh, over yeah, and over and yeah, over and over yeah, but, again. I mean,
0: his, his whole shtick... It's like he had prepared sound bites and wanted yep. to get through as many of them as possible. Yep. And stammered his way through them at all, and I mean, was just out of breath and seemed completely out of place on stage.
3: Yeah. And may I also point out that none of these people have seen Bernie as a threat yet.
0: I think they mention him, but I mean, a couple times. But
3: the last, all the debates, yeah, it's all Hillary. It's all Hillary. Yeah. They, they don't even Hillary. acknowledge, yeah. yeah.
5: Senator Rubio. The president says that ISIS doesn't threaten our national existence like uh, Germany or Japan did back in World War II, that the terror group is nothing more than twisted souls plotting attacks in their garages. But the House Homeland Security Committee recently said that over a thousand ongoing investigations of homegrown extremism in 50 states. So how, how do you define the threat? Like Germany then or dangerous nutcases now?
12: Yeah, I would go, first of all, one step further in this description of Hillary Clinton. She wouldn't just be a disaster. Hillary Clinton is disqualified from being commander-in-chief of the United States.
5: Yeah, like Ted Cruz.
12: Someone someone who cannot handle intelligence information appropriately cannot be commander-in-chief. And someone who lies to the families of those four victims in Benghazi can never be president of the United
0: States. That's horseshit. You should be disqualified. On the
12: issue of Barack Obama. Barack Obama does yeah, not believe that America is like a so great global like power. Said. Barack Obama believes that America is an arrogant global power. Yeah, that needs si- down yeah. to size. Yep. And that's how you get a foreign policy where we cut deals with our enemies like Iran. And we betray our allies like Israel. And we gut Fuck our military. Israel. And we go around the world like he has done on ten separate occasions. We gut our military? apologized yeah. for America. He doesn't understand the threat in ISIS. He consistently underestimates it, but I do not. There is a war against ISIS, not just against ISIS, but against radical jihadist terrorists. And it is a war that either they win or we win. When I'm president of the United States, we are going to win this war on ISIS. What the about most the other powerful terrorists? intelligence agency in the yep. world is going to tell us where they His are. The most funny. powerful military in the world is going to destroy them. And if we capture any of them alive, they are getting a one-way ticket to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and we are going to find out everything
3: they know. Which hasn't worked so yet. he just
0: hinted at torturing yep. people, right? Oh, yeah. Is, no, I, I mean, is, I think, is yeah. that the subtext of what he just I think said? It was yeah.
4: more than hinting, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, we're going to send them to Guantanamo and get all of the information out of them. Yeah, which would be bullshit information because we've yeah. already learned it. it doesn't work yeah
3: they just want to be world bullies not world leaders
0: well and and he also mentioned that america has the most powerful military in the world how does that square with him also saying that yeah, it's yeah. been gutted yeah and how does it square with both bush and and fucking Christie saying that and Cruz saying that we, you know, our military is no longer viable, and nobody's afraid of us, and our our friends won't come and call on us for help because we can't help them. How does that square with with? And and Rubio saying in the same breath, it's been gutted, but we still have the most powerful military yeah. in the world, but we need to rebuild it. Yeah, and all just, in the same yeah. fucking answer.
4: And 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 I'm also curious why he thinks that Israel is a powerful ally. What the fuck are they doing? Except for
3: they buy
0: mooching off
4: of our money. Yeah, they, 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 they do have some badass yeah, special okay, forces so dudes.
3: Their special forces, are who, Israeli special forces, are bad. Who fucking
4: cares? That doesn't yeah. that doesn't make them an ally. No, but just, they're they're bad. Yeah, the most fuck the Mossad. I don't care. <laughs> I just but you know like we could take away all the you know don't let them buy anything else from the U.S. ever again, and we won't send any aid, and let's see what the profit margin is. Yeah, fuck, i Fuck Israel. I'm sick of that fucking the president
9: says he does not want to treat ISIS as a foreign army. Well, they're but not. ISIS is neither a country nor a government. How do you attack a network That's that
13: does not respect like national? You carpet
0: bomb them. That's what Rubio wants to do. Well, uh,
13: I am Bruce. very happy to get a question you on. I was going to ask you to wake me up when the time tank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're already half asleep um, anyway. Yeah. You know,
13: I, I find it really quite fascinating uh some of the president's proclamations uh the fact of the matter is he doesn't realize that we now live uh in the 21st century and that war is very different than it used to be before
0: the president doesn't realize we live in the 21st century coming from a guy who thinks pyramids are grain silos yeah yeah so let let me
4: let me be the one ben carson to tell the president about the things
3: we need to start doing with this country. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do have the most technologically advanced military in the world. Yeah.
0: no, well, not no shit, sure. we've been dumping billions uh, of for years. Massively
13: marching on each other and, and air forces. Oh, so he's about to go
0: full potato <laughs> and start talking about EMPs and <laughs> exo-atmosphere <laughs> thermonuclear Bullshit. explosions. Oh. Yeah. that, will that destroy, he has no clue what he's even saying. Yeah,
3: that will destroy our... Our electrical grid. What is the exo atmosphere?
0: Oh, it's I, I had to. I did some research after listening. Is to that this even bullshit. a thing? Yeah, it, it's okay. a thing. It's
3: it's basically
0: the 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 area just just outside Earth's regular atmosphere before mm. you enter outer space. Okay, or before you enter space outside. So a the
3: suborbital atmosphere. area. Yeah,
13: oh, we have dirty yeah. bombs. And we have cyber attacks. And we have people who will be attacking our electrical grid. And, you know, we have a whole variety of things that they can do. And they can do these things simultaneously. And we have enemies who are obtaining nuclear weapons that they can explode in our exo-atmosphere <laughs> and uh, destroy our electric grid. I mean, mm-hmm. just think about a scenario like that. They, they, yeah, there's a way easier they, way to go about it. They, no, they really. explode the bombs. So- we have an electromagnetic pulse. They hit us with a cyber attack simultaneously.
0: uh, uh. So, how does, so he, he said, just think about this. Think about how if this would happen. Okay, Ben Carson, you just said that they would hit us with an EMP that would knock out our electrical grid, Mm -hmm. and then simultaneously they would hit us with a cyber attack. Attacking what? If after all, all of our, our electrical grid gone. is
3: gone yeah. and there's nothing online, what the fuck would they be attacking? You kind of need electricity to keep those systems online in order to hack into them, and <laughs> and
0: for and then for him to say, think about this, just think about this for a second. It's like, dude, I'm thinking about you should have w- thought are. about it before you opened your goddamn clap-trap. Not, I, I, clap-trap, I, I, claptrap. Claptrap, claptrap. <laughs> that is a, that is a good face right Go. there. I had to I had to get a picture of the little face that I paused. Ben Carson on here. That's like the most excited you will ever see him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, busy flap
4: doing about EMPs.
13: Uh, Can you imagine the chaos that would ensue at that point? He needs to recognize that those kinds of things are, in fact, an existential threat to us. No, they're not. here's the real key. We have the world's best military, even though he's done everything he can to diminish it. And the fact of the matter is, if we give them... So we currently
0: have, currently, he just said we currently have the world's best military. Great. Then why do we need to spend more money on it? Yeah. What do we need to rebuild? Because Obama has done everything
4: in his power to diminish it. Yeah. Everything.
13: And we don't tie their hands behind their back. They can get it accomplished. Mm. He's a
3: lunatic. Yeah. You know what happens when we let soldiers do whatever they want?
2: Yeah. They murder. murder.
3: The president pointed to a
5: guest who was a Syrian refugee. You might recall whose wife and daughter and other family members were killed in an air attack. Now, he fled that country seeking asylum here, ultimately ended up in Detroit, where he's now trying to start a new life. The president says that that doctor is the real face of these refugees and not the one that you and some of your colleagues on this stage are painting, that you prefer the face of fear And terror. Yeah, of course. And that you would refuse to let in anyone into this country seeking legitimate asylum. How do you answer that?
14: It's not fear and terror, it's reality. You just have to look today at Indonesia, bombings all over. You look at California, you look, frankly, at Paris, where there's a, the strictest no-gun policy of any city anywhere in the world, and you see what happens, 130 people dead with many to follow, they're very, very badly wounded, They will some will follow, and you look around and you see what's happening, and this is not the case, when he introduced the doctor... Very nice, everything perfect But that's not representative <laughs> of what you have In that line of it's migration a That could be night, the night great sky. Trojan horse It could yeah. be people that are going to do great, great destruction There's When a I look at the migration, inside I that at the doctor He'll yeah. it spill out like fucking like, Russian nesting dolls Right over his they're butthole like Very few women, very few children Strong, powerful men, young And people are looking at that and they're saying What's going on? You look at the kind of damage that two people that got married, they were radicalized, they got married, they killed 15 people, in actually 14, going to be probably 16. He can't
0: finish a thought. But no.
14: You look at that, and you take a look, a good, strong look, and that's what we have. We owe $19 trillion. Our country's a mess. $19 and trillion dollars what? we can't let all these people come into our countries and break our borders. We can't break do it. We our are borders.
0: $19 trillion. Dollars, our country is a mess. Yeah. What the fuck is... He Senate says a Cruz. bunch of nonsense and everybody the claps. The
9: Times is reporting that yeah, you failed it. to properly disclose a million dollars in loans from Goldman Sachs and Citibank. Yeah, I, I forgot. During your Senate race. I forgot. Your campaign says it was inadvertent. A million dollars is inadvertent.
10: Well, Maria, thank you for passing on that hit piece on the front page of the New York Times. (laughs) You know, the nice thing about the mainstream media, they don't hide their views. The New York Times a few weeks back had a columnist who wrote a column saying anybody but Cruz. Yes. Had that actually another, that same columnist wrote a column comparing me to an evil demonic spirit from the movie It Follows that jumps apparently from body to body possessing people. (laughs) So, you know, the New York Times and I don't exactly have the warmest of relationships. Now, in terms of their really stunning hit piece, what they mentioned is when I was running for Senate, unlike Hillary Clinton, well, they mentioned that. I don't have masses of money in the bank, hundreds of millions of dollars.
3: So you should notice a million when I was dollars running coming for into Senate, it. Just yeah. about
10: Every lobbyist, just about all of the establishment opposed me in the Senate race in Texas. And my opponent in that race was worth over $200 million. He put a $25 million check from his own pocket to fund that campaign. And my wife Heidi and I, we ended up investing everything we own. We took a loan against our assets to invest it in that campaign to defend ourselves against those attacks. And the entire New York Times attack is that I disclosed that loan on one filing with the United States Senate that was a public filing. But it was not on a second filing with the FEC. Both of those filings were public, and yes, I made a paperwork error disclosing it on one piece of paper instead of the other. But if that's the best hit, the New York Times—it's it's a got, million
3: dollars—they
10: better go yeah. back to the well.
3: And so, t- it's, it's not ten dollars. It's not lunch. Yeah, it's a million fucking dollars from <laughs> Goldman Sachs.
0: Yeah, who his wife
3: is closely affiliated Which with. Which he worked with.
0: Well, and and this whole this whole issue with Ted Cruz kind of highlights the whole problem of campaign finance regulations, yeah. right? And so I would have yes. liked to have heard the moderators ask the panel some questions about campaign finance. Of course, that doesn't fucking happen.
3: No, because that's in their favor. Yeah. Thank you so
5: much. All right, well, we are just getting started here in South Carolina, and there is a lot to get to, including things like gun rights, the national debt, and the sometimes nasty war words between, well, a couple of these fellows up here.
4: That's when we're going to poke the bear. Between, well, a couple of these
5: fellows up
0: here.
3: Fucking buffoons.
0: (sighs) Let's take a little break here. All right.
3: It's commercial time.
0: Hey everybody, this is X. And I'm Kyle.
1: And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts.
0: Three out,
14: unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah.
4: And we are personally inviting you to let us
14: love your ears each and every week.
1: As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist...
14: A love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each
4: week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us.
1: Come find us.
14: The Utah Outcasts.
4: On Podhell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play,
1: Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And
14: on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome.
5: To the Republican presidential debate right here in North Charleston, South Carolina. Let's get right back to the questions, and I'll start with you, Senator Cruz. Now, you are, of course, a strict constitutionalist. No one would doubt that. And as you know, the US I would doubt that. I would doubt it quite. are eligible for the office of President of the United States. Stop me if you've heard this. It's like the Bible. Now, who carried you you were born in Canada. People questioning to an your natural mother, So you were and are considered an American citizen. But that fellow next to you, Donald Trump, and others, have said that being born in Canada means not you just are the crazy not natural guy. born. And that has raised questions about your eligibility. Do you want to try to close this topic once and for all tonight?
10: <laughs> well, Neil, I'm glad we are focusing on the important topics of the evening. Well, actually, that is kind of important. Are you eligible to be president? That's,
0: yeah, that's a, that's a fairly important issue to be covering for somebody who's running for
2: president.
10: You know, back in September, uh, my friend Donald said that he had had his lawyers look at this from every which way. And there was no issue there. There was nothing to this birther issue. Now. This line, this since line kills it. Yeah. The Constitution hasn't changed.
3: But the polls have.
10: But the poll numbers have.
2: Ah. <laughs> that is pretty good,
10: And I recognize. I recognize. That Donald is dismayed that his poll numbers are falling in Iowa but the facts and the law here are really quite clear <laughs> under long-standing u.s. Trump's law. just
3: like really the child of a u.s. <laughs> really? citizen
10: born abroad <laughs> falling is a natural-born citizen if a soldier has a child abroad that child that's is different. a natural-born citizen that's why John McCain even though he was born in Panama was eligible to run for president if an American missionary as a child abroad, that child is a natural-born citizen. That's why I don't that's know if that's George true, the missionary one. Was eligible to run for president even though is. he was born it in Mexico. At the end of the day, the legal issue is quite straightforward, but I would note that the birther theories that,
3: that you started with has
10: been relying Obama. on, some of the more extreme yeah. ones insist that you must not only be born on U.S. soil, but have two... Parents born on U.S. soil That's, under no. that theory this is Not only yeah. would yeah. disqualified. Watch this. Marco Rubio Listen. would be disqualified. Wait. Bobby Jindal would be disqualified. And interestingly enough, Donald J. Trump would be disqualified. Oh! <laughs> There's more. There's because, more. This is kind of good. Because Donald's mother was born in Scotland, she was naturalized. Now, Donald but on, I the was issue, born here. on the issue of citizenship <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump Donald, is an anchor baby. Yeah. <laughs> on the issue of citizenship, Donald, I'm not gonna use your mother's birth against you. Okay,
2: good. Okay, because good. it wouldn't
10: work. <laughs> You're American, as is everybody else on this stage, and I would suggest we focus <laughs> He's like, eh. on who's best prepared to be commander in chief, because that's the Wait, most Bernie's important
2: question tonight? face yeah. up. <laughs> Mr. Trump.
0: I thought that was a pretty good line. <laughs> he was obviously he was ready. Yeah. Well,
14: let me just tell you something, and you know because you just saw the numbers yourself. NBC Wall Street Journal just came out with a poll headline: Trump way up, Cruz going down. I mean, so don't. So you can't. You can't. They don't like the Wall Street Journal. They don't like NBC. But I like the poll. And frankly, <laughs> which just came out. And in Iowa now, as you know, Ted, in the last three polls, I'm beating. In the Wall Street so, Journal, you know, that you liberal rag. How well you're doing with the polls. You don't have to say that. In fact, I was all for you until you started doing that because that's a misrepresentation. Number one. Number two. This isn't me saying it. I don't care. I think I'm going to win fair and square. I don't have to win this way. Thank you. Lawrence Tribe and numerous from Harvard of Harvard said that there is a serious question as to whether or not Ted can do this. Okay, there are other attorneys that feel and very, very fine constitutional attorneys that feel that because he was not born on the land, he cannot run for office. Here's the problem. We're running. We're running. He does great. I win. I choose him as my vice presidential candidate and the Democrat too because we can't take him along for the ride. I don't like that, okay? <laughs> The no. fact is,
0: you gotta and wait for, for, for some reason yeah. he, beats Rebun- field, awesome. he beats the rest of the field,
14: he beats the rest of the field, If for some, see they don't like that, they don't like that, no they don't like that he beats the rest of the field because they want me, but, <laughs> but if for some reason Neil, he beats shit. the rest yeah. of the field, really. I already know they the Democrats that. are going to be bringing a suit, you have a big lawsuit <laughs> over your head while you're running and if you become the nominee, who the Knows if you can even serve in office. So you should go out, get a declaratory judgment, let the courts decide, and you why, shouldn't have mentioned the polls because I would have been much but different. Why now?
5: Why are you raising this
14: issue now? Because now he's doing a little bit better. No, I mean, <laughs> because he's doing better
0: in the polls, obviously. No, you now it's relevant.
14: He never had a chance. Now he's doing better. He's got probably a 4 or 5% chance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Trump
0: let Donald Trump explain was, the numbers. Uh, li- li- yeah.
14: the, the fact is, there's a big overhang. There's a big uh. question mark on your head. And you can't do that to the party. You really can't. Well, you can't I think do Trump's right to there. to the party. You have to have certainty. Even if it was a 1% chance and it's far greater than 1% because he wasn't board. I mean, you have great constitutional to say you can't run. <laughs> if there was a and, the, and you know, I'm not bringing a suit, I promise. But the Democrats are going to bring a lawsuit. And you can you have to have certainty. You can't have a question.
10: I can agree with you or not, but you can't have a question over your head. <laughs> Senator, do you want to respond? Well, listen, I've spent my entire life defending the Constitution before the U.S. Supreme Court, and I'll tell nah. you, I'm not going to be taking legal Greening, advice grinning, from ham, the
14: take it from Lawrence
10: What I'll tell you also. <laughs> take it from your professor. <laughs> what I will tell you.
2: The chances of any
10: litigation proceeding and succeeding on this are zero. Wrong. Now, Mr. Trump wrong. is very focused on Larry Tribe. Let me tell you who Larry Tribe is. He's a left-wing judicial activist, Harvard Law professor, who was Al Gore's lawyer in judicial Bush v. Gore. Yeah. He's a major Hillary Clinton supporter. And there's a reason why Hillary's supporters are echoing Donald's attacks on me. He because is not Hillary the only one. Wants he to is face not the Donald Trump. One. There in the are many election. lawyers.
0: God, I, I saw a post earlier today. Someone had said, you know, let's pretend that Donald Trump wins the presidency. Yeah. And then appoints Ted Cruz yeah. to SCOTUS. Fuck oh, that. Holy shit. Fuck <laughs> that.
4: We'd be, we'd be done. Yeah. We'd, we're done. I mean, Democrats. Hey, that's down. it, man. Game oh, over. Yeah. I'm moving and to you Canada. What, you, you
10: very kindly just a moment ago you offered me here, the VP slot. This is right. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If this all works out, I'm happy to consider uh, naming you as VP. And so, if you happen to be right, you could get the top job no. at the end of the day. <laughs> no, I, I, think
14: it's uh, I, uh. I like that. I like it. I'd consider. But I think I'll go back to building buildings if it doesn't work out.
12: Actually, I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's going to
3: work. You out. Get you to build the wall. Uh,
12: I, I was awesome. invoked in Neil, that question. I want to. Neil, I could tell you this. Let me, let me Neil, say because I, so, <laughs> I was invoked in that question. So let me just say. Uh, that answer let me say the real question here I, I hate to interrupt this episode of Court TV this is funny too but the real <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's, just, it's just who has the next
4: punchline uh, yeah. I think we have to get back to what this is.
12: election has to be about okay Listen, we, this is the greatest country in the history of mankind but in 2008 we elected a president that didn't want to fix America he wants to change America we elected a president that doesn't yeah. believe in the Constitution. He undermines it. No. We, believe, we elected a president that's weakening America on the global stage. We no. elected a president that doesn't believe in the free enterprise system. This election has to be about reversing all of that damage. That's why I'm running for office. Because when I become president of the United States... On my first day in office, we are going to repeal every single one of his unconstitutional executive orders. When I'm yeah. president of the United States... Why don't you, you don't repeal
3: them? Why don't you say do bushy? We are
12: getting rid of Obamacare, and, and we Supreme are rebuilding our military again. And the Supreme Court has not deemed
3: any of them
0: unconstitutional, so I guess they all stay. president, we're going to have a president that gives a yeah. state of the
12: union and says, America's the greatest country in the world. When I'm president, we're going to have a president that acts like it. Thank and he just that.
3: mentioned rebuilding the military again. Yeah. yeah. I hate the idea so of American Carolina exceptionalism.
9: Of Nikki Haley, yeah. in her response to the State of the Union Address.
4: It's funny that you never hear people from the left saying, like, uh, this the is the greatest
3: country so- in the history of the world. That never happens on the left. No. We're a good country, but can we improve? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's
4: always room for improvement. And, uh,
3: are we the greatest ever? Yeah.
2: You should resist, no. I don't know.
9: the siren I call so. of the angriest voices. She confirmed... She was referring to you, among others. Was she out of line? And how would a President Trump unite the party?
14: Okay. First of all, Nikki this afternoon said, I'm a friend of hers, actually a close friend. And I, wherever you are sitting, Nikki, I am a friend, we're friends. That's good.
2: But (laughs) she did
14: say, she did say there was anger. And I could say, oh, I'm not angry. I'm very angry because our country is being run horribly. And I will gladly accept the mantle of Horribly. Anger. Our was. military is a disaster. Our health care is a horror show, Obamacare. Horror we're going to repeal it and replace it. We have no borders. Our vets are being treated horribly. Illegal immigration is beyond belief. Actually, Our it's country getting better. is yeah. being run by incompetent people. And yes, I am angry. And I won't be angry when we fix it. But until we fix it, I'm very, very angry. And I say that to Nikki. So when Nikki said that, I wasn't offended. She said the truth. One of the commentator, one of your colleagues interviewed me and said, well, she said you were angry. And I said to myself, huh, she's right. I'm not fighting that. I didn't find it offensive at all. I'm angry because our country is a mess.
5: Look, we're... I'm sorry, sorry, just with, with time constraints. Do you and Governor Christie yeah,
2: let's have been not get exchanging some fairly nasty words yeah.
5: of late, and I will allow the governor to respond as well. The governor went so far as to say, you won't be able to slime your way to the White House. He's referring to a series of ads done by a PAC, "Speak on your behalf, that say, quote, one high-tax, common core, liberal, energy-loving, Obamacare, <laughs> Medicaid-expanding president is enough. Wow.
12: You huh? think You
5: went too far on that, and do you want to apologize to the governor?
12: You know, the, uh, as I said already twice in this debate, we have a very serious problem in this country. We have a president of the United States that is undermining this country's security and expanding the role it's of not our my government. Question. Well, it's I'm going to answer question. your question, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. You he's under- he undermining asked. the constitutional basis of this government. No, he's this not. This president no. is undermining our military. He's undermining our standing in the world. No, he's I not. I like Chris Christie, but we cannot afford to have a president of the United States that supports Common Core. We cannot afford to have oh, a president. I don't even know a Common Core That's even support. fucking is. No. This president, this president is more interested in funding, uh, less interested in funding the military than he is in funding plant, than he is, he's more interested in funding Planned Parenthood than he is in funding the military. And he should be. Chris Christie wrote a check to Planned Parenthood. All I'm saying is, our next president has to be someone that undoes the damage Barack Obama has done to this country. It cannot be someone that agrees with his agenda.
0: So, real quick, Rubio, uh, just said that, you know, President Obama is more interested in funding Planned Parenthood yeah. than he is in funding our military. And, and so when looking at the money given to Planned Parenthood versus military spending, how can he justify saying saying that about Obama? Yeah. I mean, Planned Parenthood gets $528 million in 2014 versus over $600 billion in military spending. Yeah. So Planned Parenthood le- has less than one tenth of one percent of our military budget, but President Obama is more, more interested. interested in folk in, in in funding Planned Parenthood. Yeah, how the fuck does that work? It doesn't. Is that that's that's some Republican math there for you? Yeah.
3: And why not be focused on reproduction health?
0: On on providing healthcare in general. Yeah. I mean that, it, fuck, that it makes me mad. The <laughs> damage he has
12: done to America is extraordinary. Let me tell you, if we don't get this election right, there may be no turning back for America. We are on the verge of being the first generation of Americans that leave our children worse off than ourselves. I don't think. And so, so I just too. truly, no. with all my heart, believe. I like everybody on the stage. No one is a socialist. No one here is under FBI <laughs> investigation. So we are a good group of people. He he our next president? Is he a liberal? Unfortunately, Governor Christie has endorsed many of the ideas that Barack Obama supports, whether it's Common Core or gun control or the appointment of Sonia Sotomayor or or the donation he made to Planned Parenthood. Our next president and our Republican nominee cannot be someone who supports those positions. And Chris
0: Christie goes on to lie about those
11: positions. You know,
12: I I stood on
11: stage and watched Marco and rather indignantly look at Governor Bush and say someone told you that because we're running for the same office that criticizing me will get you to that office it appears that the same someone's been whispering in old Marco's ear too um, so the indignation that you carry on some of this stuff you have to also own then so let's set the facts straight first of all I didn't support Sonia Sotomayor secondly I never wrote a check to Planned Parenthood
0: both of those are fucking lies, lies. he just straight up lied to Twice on two things he absolutely did support Sonia Sotomayor for position on SCOTUS, he said that she was well qualified and she absolutely should be voted on there and And he absolutely did provide funds, he made a personal contribution to Planned Parenthood he just fucking lied just bald faced lies right there on stage
11: third, if you look at my record as governor of New Jersey um, I have vetoed a 50 caliber rifle ban. I have vetoed a reduction in, in clip size. I have vetoed a statewide ID system for gun owners. And I have pardoned six six out-of-state folks who came through our state and were arrested for owning a gun legally in another state, so they never had to face charges. And on Common Core, Common Core has been eliminated in New Jersey. So, listen, this is the difference Ray, you're making your people between stupid. being a governor and being a senator. <laughs> and See, when you're a senator, what you get to do is just talk and talk and talk, and you talk so much that nobody can ever keep up with what you're saying is accurate or not. When you're a governor, you're held accountable for everything you do. And the people of New Jersey have seen it. <laughs> Yeah, just ask Governor Snyder. And the last piece ask is this: the
0: people who had to wait on I like the Washington Marco Bridge. Too.
11: And two oh, years yeah. ago, he called me a conservative reformer that New Jersey needed. That was before he was running against me. Now that he is, he's changed his tune. I'm never going to change my tune. I like Marco Rubio. He's a Bullshit. good guy, a smart guy, and he would be a heck of a lot better president than Hillary Rodham Clinton would ever be.
7: Neil, my name was mentioned here. Neil, my name was mentioned as well. I, I'd, I'd like to talk. Yeah, Here's the deal. I heard Tell my name. Is totally my right. was is totally right. He's been a good governor. Uh, and he's a heck of a lot better than his predecessor. They would have bankrupted New Jersey. Everybody on this stage is better than Hillary Clinton. And I think the focus ought to be on making sure that we leave this nomination process as wild and woolly as it's going to be. This is not beanbag. These attack ads are going to be part of life. Everybody just needs to get used to it. Everybody's record's going to be scrutinized. And at the end of the day, we need to unite behind the winner so that we can defeat Hillary Clinton. Because she is a disaster.
3: Like I said, they keep
0: focusing on Hillary. I would love to see... Well, I wouldn't love to see it, but if, if Donald Trump is the ultimate nominee out of the republican party uh, to just watch jeb bush swallow that yeah and have to and have to support trump uh, as bu- the republican I'll nominee because he trump. fucking hates trump yeah i would
4: also kind of enjoy watching bush go into head-to-head debates against either any of the three democratic potentials
0: oh yeah
7: yeah Rise up again but we need to have a compelling, conservative agenda that we present to the American people in a way that doesn't disparage people, that unites There's us no around such our thing. common purpose. No. And so everybody needs to discount some of the things you're going to hear in these ads and discount the, the back and forth here, because every person here is better than Hillary Clinton.
13: Uh, Neil, I was mentioned to... <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I said everybody. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's why I said. He came up for and, comedy hour. I just hour. want to take this opportunity to say, you know, in a 2012 election, you know, we, and when you I say everybody. we, Republicans <laughs> tore themselves everybody. apart. You know, we have to stop this because, you know, if we manage to damage ourselves and we lose the next election and a progressive gets in there and they get two or three Supreme Court picks, a this nation is over. What's wrong with being progressive? got to look at yeah. the big What's picture wrong here. with Progress. <laughs>
4: Yeah. He's talking about it like it's football. They get two or
2: three Supreme Court picks.
9: Yeah. They get the first round Hillary pick. Clinton is getting some serious competition from Senator Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Washington yes. progressives have first round picks. He's in the latest CBS New York Times poll. Vice President Biden sang his praises, saying Bernie is speaking to a yearning that is deep and real, and he has credibility on it.
0: So Now, she's going to go full Fox
3: here. Uh-oh.
9: And
0: it,
3: go it full Fox.
0: pisses me off. <laughs> yeah,
9: about our this, country, yeah, that our country. Sorry,
0: let me. Oh, sorry. I was, sorry, yeah, I was just going to say
3: this question.
9: And he, he has credibility on it. So, what does it say about our country that a candidate who is a self avowed socialist, <laughs> no! 90% tax rate is too high, could be the Democratic nominee?
6: Well, if that's the case, uh, we're going to win every state if Bernie Sanders is the nominee. That's not even an issue. <laughs> yeah, it's but not
0: look, even an issue. Well, that's... you you could not beat Bernie Sanders' grandkids right yeah. now, Kasich. But that was that was part of what I was talking about when I said that they they just throw out ridiculous yeah. shit. The moderators were terrible. Yeah,
6: not going to be president of the United States. So here's this the situation. I think Maria, and this is what we have to. I've got to tell you, when wages don't rise. And they haven't for a lot of families for a number of years. It's very, very difficult for them. Part of the reason why it hasn't risen is because uh, sometimes Bush. we're not giving people the skills they need. <laughs> Sec- sometimes it's because the Federal giving
3: them Reserve the skills?
6: interest rates so <laughs> low <Yeah. laughs> that the wealthy were able to invest in, in strong assets like the stock market when everybody else was left behind.
2: How people do I make money from you it. investing you in the stock market?
6: I don't. The stock market 50 wasn't a strong asset old. when Bush was in no, some kid walks in office. and tells you you're out of work. And you don't know where to go and where to turn. Do we have an answer for that? We do. There are ways to retrain the 50- 50 and 51-year-olds because they've got great value. Yeah, put them back to what work. Have, uh, what else people are concerned about? Their kids come out of college, they have Lazy high cutters. debt, and they can't get a good job.
3: Well, Bernie's got we a solution. We've got to do a lot about
6: yep. the high cost of high, higher education, but we've got to make sure we're training people for jobs that exist that are good jobs that can pay. Let me tell you, in this country, in
4: this country, basically, Kasich's plan is everything Bernie's plan is but worse. Bernie he, he, wants Kasich, to the rest just on it, yeah. he yeah. just illuminated all the problems and then had very much worse solutions to those problems.
3: Well, yeah. I don't think he even really gave a solution. Well, put 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 the boomers back to work, <laughs> you know. Well, as the, greeters. Walmart, you yeah, well, can open more Walmarts. So yeah, got because more obviously creators.
4: we're not going to expand Social Security. So, you know, we'll. Yeah. Te- yes, there's absolutely a way to retrain 50- and 60-year-olds to get skilled positions. Yeah, That's
0: he, what he and said. And he, and he threw in some ageism there. When you've got some young kid who comes in and tells you that you're out of a job now. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, because they have learned more <laughs> skills than you. I, I mean... Right. Uh, it, yeah.
6: People are concerned about their economic future. They're very concerned about it. And they wonder whether somebody is getting something to keeping them from getting it. That's not the America that I've ever known. My father used to say, Johnny, we, never, we don't hate the rich. We just want to be the rich. And we just got to make sure that every American has the tools in K-12, through and in vocational education, in higher education, and we got to fight like crazy so people can so get think rid of the, the, the American common dream color. still exists because yeah. it does with rising wages. With full employment and with everybody <laughs> in America, like crazy. I mean everybody I in America, the first time, like, what the having fuck is an opportunity to realize the American dream of having a better life than their mother and their father. I'm president. Look, I've done it once. I've done it once in Washington, with great jobs and lower taxes. The economy was really booming. And now in Ohio with the same formula, wages higher than the the national average. A growth of 385,000 jobs. It's not that hard. Just know where you want to go. Stick to your guts. Get it done because our our children and grandchildren are counting on us to get it done. And folks, we will. You count on it.
2: Uh,
3: He doesn't have the mannerisms to be president. I didn't get my common course. I don't know how to count.
0: (laughs) So so here's another gem. From Maria Bartiromo. Uh oh.
9: Candidates on this stage has brought well, Let me up back Bill this
0: up just a, just a touch.
9: So, one. one of the other candidates on this stage has brought up Bill Clinton's past uh. indiscretions. Is that a legitimate topic in this election? No, no it's not. No. And He's not running. What do you think of the notion that Hillary Clinton is an enabler of sexual misconduct? <laughs>
13: well, well right? there's no question. That's right? right? bullshit. That we well, she don't give it up any past president, whether they're married to somebody who's running for president or not, in terms of uh, their past behavior and what it means. But, you know, here's the real issue. He
3: got his dick sucked. Who
0: cares? Is this
13: America anymore? Do we still have standards?
0: <laughs> Is this America anymore? Is this real life? Yeah,
13: exactly.
3: <laughs> Are we still in Kansas?
0: Tell you know, down? you look
13: at what's going on, you see all the divisiveness and the hatred that goes on in our society. You know, we have a war on virtually everything. Fueled by race your party. Wars. <laughs> Uh, gender wars, income wars, religious wars, age wars, every war all you All of those imagine, fueled by his party. Yeah, it's a world each war. Other's throats. And our strength is actually in our unity. You know, you go to the internet, you start reading an article, and you go to the comment section. You cannot go five comments down before people are calling each other all manner of names. Where did that spirit to the come yeah. from in America? It did not come from our Judeo-Christian roots, I can tell you that. Yes, it did. Oh,
0: brother. It it didn't come from our Judeo-Christian roots. This coming from the guy who said that he tried to fucking stab someone. Does that come from his Judeo-Christian roots? <laughs> well, not only yeah. that,
4: but look look at all the look at all the kinds of name calling there is in the in the Bible about anyone who's not a Jew. Well,
0: and look at all the fucking name calling and bullshit that they're saying about right. each other right, on right, stage yeah. right. tonight. Is that part of your
3: Judeo-Christian roots? You attempted stabbing, motherfucker. Well, there was a lot of stabbing in the Judeo-Christian roots. <laughs> yes.
13: Where it came from. Fucker. We need to start once again recognizing that there is such a thing as right and wrong, and let's not let the secular progressives oh. drive that out Ooh, of us. The majority of people in America actually have values and principles, oh, and they believe you. in the very things that made America great. They've been beaten into submission. It's time for us to stand up for what we believe in.
3: Fuck you! Dude. I think people who are secular progressives are m- way more in line with being more equal to people. Yeah, fuck
13: you. Well, and dude. they're way more in line with what
0: the constitution has laid out about how our government should yeah, operate yeah. you know
3: what i i don't want to but i'm gonna go
4: there ben carson you wouldn't have the right to be on that fucking stage if it wasn't for progressives
0: yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Fuck on yeah. You, <laughs> Fuck you. yeah yeah good fucking point man i yeah he wouldn't be on stage no
4: actually he would be on a stage but not for running for president <laughs> no
3: he'd be getting sold yes yeah Fuck you! Yeah, dude. so so you know, coming I up- wasn't
4: so I wasn't this irate about Ben Carson. He's just been this this dull moron well, up until you- now. But that shit pisses me off. Yeah. You were what you were his lover. Shit, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, I was his lover. I was his lover, and then he fucking betrayed me.
0: <laughs> that rotten bastard. That
4: rotten bastard. So
0: so coming up, it's uh, going only he had morals. So coming up, it's going to be made pretty clear that a lot of these candidates are considering Nikki Haley as their possible vice presidential oh. uh, running mate, which I think she, I mean, as, as far as Republicans go, she would be a good choice for a, a running mate. I mean, she's, uh, gotta obviously, pick there's, obviously there's the identity politics involved yeah. where they would be nominating a woman to, to run with them, which would do a lot to help the Republicans overcome their, their yeah. view. Their, but the look view at the last they one are, they chose for that, that. They have this war on women. And yeah, it would, it would help them overcome their... Actual biases. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All
5: right, we are not done coming up, one of the top issues people are talking about on Facebook.
3: Oh apparently it's after Guns. the commercial.
0: Uh,
5: and you can join us live on this stage no. in the conversation.
3: I don't I don't want to be on that stage. I I I would rather be around more sane people. <laughs> I don't want any part of your dumb fuckery.
0: I this this whole debate I, I just, you know, I watched it, I watched, like I said, I watched like a half hour. Yeah. And then got called away to do other shit. And then I ended up watching right here. that first half hour again. Yeah. And took copious amounts of notes, a, a copious amount of notes throughout the debate. And...
3: I was really fucking dreading
0: having to watch this again. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really
3: glad you guys are here. (laughs) I mean, this is right around the time when I said at work, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, this is why I don't watch it without you guys.
9: Governor Bush, gun rights, one of the top issues seen on Facebook, with close to 3 million people talking about it in the past month. Right here in Charleston, Dylan Roof, who's been accused of killing nine people in a nearby church. Reportedly, had not passed his background check when he got his gun. What is the harm in tightening standards for not only who buys guns but those who sell them?
7: First what of all, the I'd, I'd like to uh, recognize Governor Haley for None. her incredible leadership in the aftermath of uh, the Emanuel. I'd,
3: and like I'd like to, like to indicate yeah. that I may choose her I'd as like my VP. Of pander, pander, Indian pander, 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 pander,
0: Killings.
7: Pander. I also want to recognize the people in that church that showed the grace of God and the grace of forgiveness and the mercy that they showed
0: how oh, Jesus
3: <sighs> they showed the grace oh, of God who Jesus. was not
0: there to fucking defend them yep. or stop Dylan roof from yep. shooting the people in because the church yep.
3: if it was or an atheist, they would have gone out and seek vengeance on the family. They, they had the grace of God there with them
0: to forgive, but not to stop the shooter yeah. from fucking murdering people in a house of worship. Yeah. Yep.
4: Or take, take away those, unclean thoughts that dylan was having before he even set foot in that church i mean well god any-
0: stood idly by and watched dylan roof sit there in the pew we- pray with these people and then stand up and shoot them at any given time their omnipotent almighty god could have chosen
3: to stop this well but did not we all know it's painfully obvious that god sent this dylan roof down here to give us a lesson to send a message Send a message Send a lesson We're sorry we had to lose a few angels It's in the process. all part of God's plan That those yeah. people be murdered it's, it's sorry we had to lose a few angels But we had to have a lesson Fuck that noise
7: I don't know if any of us Could have done what they did One after another Within 48 hours of that tragedy taking place Look, here's the deal In this particular case What's the deal? The FBI made a mistake The law itself requires a background check but they didn't fulfill their uh, the part FBI of the bargain within tests? the time the, the time that uh, they okay. were supposed to do. We don't need to add new States. rules. We need to make sure the FBI it does FBI. its job, because that person should not have gotten a gun. Well, it should I, not. They would not have passed the background. I, 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 the I, 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 the I, 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 most Hillary Clinton, is to take rights away. Did
0: you Did
4: you not take that as a cue?
0: No, I did. I just couldn't get to the remote quite quick enough.
4: Ugh. <laughs> so so the problem here was that with hindsight being 2020, Dylan Roof, that guy should not have had a gun. No obviously. Else. Obviously not. Yeah, Why weird. do we keep making it accessible to the Dylan Roofs of this country?
3: And That's the problem. The FBI just made a little mistake. They're, they're trying. And he's not
0: answering the question. No. He's, None of them have answered the question. They're trying to band-aid the symptoms rather than attack the, the question Was It's about preventive medicine. Yeah, the question was, what is the problem with, with making sure that the waiting period has been followed? What, what is the problem with <laughs> and, possibly extending the waiting period to make sure that the
3: background right. check can, can occur? Yeah. And why not just have better, a better background check system? And that way yeah. this kid wouldn't have fallen through the fucking cracks. Yeah. Like he's yeah. obviously saying happened. What is the problem with that? And none of them
0: answer that yeah. question.
7: ...citizens. That's always what they do, whether it's the San Bernardino terrorist attack or if it's uh, these tragedies that take place. I think we ought to focus on what the bigger issue is. It isn't law-abiding gun owners. We have it. an A-plus rating in the NRA. And we also have a reduction in gun violence because in Florida, if you commit a crime with a gun, you're going away. You're going no, to wait you're for not. a long, long while. Ask George that's Zimmerman. what we should focus yeah. on is the violence in our communities. Target the efforts for people that are committing crimes with guns. And if you do that and get it right, you're going to be much better off than creating a political argument where there's a big divide. The other issue is mental health. That's a ah. serious issue that we could work on.
0: It's a red Fucking herring when talking about gun control. Yep. Oh well, the the problem with gun control is that you have crazy people getting guns. Well, sure, okay, but it's still a red fucking herring. Why not make it more difficult for these people who have mental health issues to get guns? But why not make it more difficult for people who? I mean, what what? How well, how do you define a mental health issue first? Exactly. I mean, if, they don't. If, if you're sad, not even sure, what that means. If you're sad, if you go if you go in and visit your your mental health professional for some for some actual. Professional Professional counseling because you're depressed or you're having a hard time with your spouse or whatever. What what constitutes wh- what line of separation are we going right. to insti- are we are we going to put in place to say well you can't get a gun anymore? And yeah. then how does that stifle? I mean that that would send a chill throughout the community for anybody who actually needs mental help. Yep that, well, if I go in and I say this, then I may not be able to get a gun. That would disqualify me, so I'm not going to be honest with my mental mm-hmm. health care professional. I'm not going to tell them about all of the problems. Which is already, already well, a major problem.
3: They're doing it in California right now, where it's not exactly like that, Yeah, but that new law they passed, if say I come to you and I have, like I'm saying, like, yeah, you know, I'm just feeling a little down, you know, I think I might you know, I'm not going to be around much longer. I feel like I'm going to, you know, if you if you're showing signs that you might take your own life, you can actually call the cops, say, hey, I have a friend right now who is, I think, is really threatening. He's, He's threatening to take his own life, and he's got a lot of guns in the house to do it with. They can actually do a court order to come in and take the guns from your house for a certain amount of time until you get the help you need. So, that you don't use a weapon in your house to well, kill so, yourself. Well, so where
0: do we draw that line? Where do we say, oh, somebody's somebody's had a hard day and they're feeling sad? Yeah, I so mean, they, I can't, mean, they now, can't have guns anymore. Yeah, so,
3: I mean, so now that, that's, that's why you have to, to go
4: to court. So now it's just up to a friend that can say, hey, cops, don't
3: worry about the search warrant or anything. Just come take no, his no. shit
4: because I think he's blue. the blue. That's,
3: that's not the way. You have to, still have to go through a, <laughs> I mean, you have to go. If there's a process behind it. It's not just I tell a the cops to go and get the guns. It's literally you have to say, hey, bring well, it up. So then what good is it? I mean, if you have to go through a process of going
0: to court, having somebody come in to testify. I, I, I mean, it's a bunch, of red, I, mean, how, I mean, how much time goes by in which this person may still have guns, true. or may still commit suicide, or may still kill, or other, go people, kill other people. But yeah, I mean, that that seems like it's a completely feckless the, the, regulation. The, the, the right? highest rate of gun deaths in the U.S. is
4: from suicide. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not worried about suicides. If I, to be honest, no. With you, I wish I wish more people would, if they're going to commit suicide, would do it with guns because everything else is really
3: nasty. Well, so like, go and uh, killing other people is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, d- depression can be s- temporary. Using sure, that yes. gun to yeah. end your life, it's a fucking shitty way. It's a shitty way to have to have someone end their life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so if there's a way in place to be like, hey, let's get this guy help. We can have him committed, and we can have his guns taken away from him right now until he gets seeks the help he needs and make it accessible well, to much, him.
0: It's a much more effective solution to a temporary problem, right? I mean, it's it's it's, it's something that you can't undo necessarily. It's it's much no. harder to undo a gunshot to the head than yeah. it is an overdose of pills. Yeah, where they sure. can pump you. But
3: I mean, it's else. a it's a step.
4: Yeah, it's, but, but it's, still, a, it's a, a step it, in one very tiny little. I mean, yeah, yeah somebody's yeah. having a bad day. They might pull out of the depression, but they end up killing themselves. Yes, it's very sad. Yeah, but it's only sad for the people around that person. This is not like going in and shooting up well, a school, yeah. where now you're making all these kids suffer, and you're making all their siblings and
0: their parents well, and their relatives. Still, I could say the about that. That only and the affects them
4: and the city, and then the country. I mean,
0: this is totally different but i mean i well, think and like i said it, it it sends a chill through yeah through, that, that's through a, anybody a who, would, who would who well, yeah. would need to go and actually get help right because then they're going to be afraid of being completely honest with their healthcare professional which,
3: but at the same time if you issues. get if you get a dui mm-hmm. if you get another one you, you'd lose all rights to drive a car sure if you've had to go see a psychiatrist and you've had been deemed with mental issues you should have to fucking give up your guns Oh, well, what mental health issues? I mean, where do like I said? I mean, where that, do we that's draw what that would have line? to be figured. I don't, I don't know yeah. what the line would be. If you, if you are mentally unstable, if you're fucking talking and you have some weird voices going on in your head, and you just are have psychotic issues, you should not be owning a fucking gun. Sure, sure. But like I said, it- No, if you just have mild depression, you're like you have anxiety. Or, that's that's different. If you are deemed to be like like if you are at the point where you can't even hold on a job because of your mental issues, but that's
0: just the that's the whole thing though, is so, that it's a completely subjective thing based on it is what your on what your mental health care professional decides. So, so right? what
3: what
4: about what about the person who let let's even let's even go this far. Let's say that before buying a gun you're required to be checked out by a mental health professional. What about the person who passes that test with flying colors, but is also extremely religious and then goes and shoots up a fucking school because they're a fucking religious nut job?
3: Here's the thing. No matter what you do, you're not going to be able to get 100% of the people out there Take the to guns. stop doing stuff. Take sure. all the guns. But you got to be practical about it. <laughs> I mean, That's practically, it, practically, are you going to be able to take all the guns? Practically, be no, honest. I mean, make, be honest.
4: Think, make every bullet a
3: thousand dollars or
4: oh, no. something. Like, like you know, I I said, mean, something I mean, ridiculous that
0: nobody could ever get. My I mean, biggest issue is that you know, mental health issues is trotted out whenever the whenever the subject of guns, uh, whenever the subject of gun control comes up. Yeah, it and is. to me, it's a red
3: herring. I, I it's, think it's one it's, part of a multi part problem.
0: It's it's you know, it's not that ease of access to guns is a problem in our country it's that mental health is a problem no it's not it's it still boils down to ease, ease of, of access. access to guns is the is the root of the problem it, yeah and one problem and is they that they trot out mental health as this red herring of oh well if we could uh, just identify these people who are going to go out and kill people and keep we're not going to be able to do that then then that would solve the problem it, it, and it won't fucking work no it just blows my mind I mean and if, and, if, it, if, and it is and it has a chilling effect on anybody yes. who goes to seek mental health right and who's going to need it for other things
4: but I mean if we had the same kind of numbers we could produce for any other object or thing or whatever it was it would be an absolute no brainer just like this one I mean look. Your stupid hobby does not mean that innocent people's lives should be lost. I love to draw, but if people died every time I made a picture, I would give it up in a heartbeat and happily. I saw that I in do a movie. not understand.
3: <laughs> really? drawing, drawing draws kid. and people die? Oh, yeah, they come to
4: life. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. But, 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 but I don't understand the rationale behind people who, who insist on hanging on to their little hobby, even though they know that, that people are dying because of it.
0: Well, and not just that they would choose to hang on to their hobby, but they are completely against any kind of regulation that would make their hobby more difficult for somebody who wouldn't use it as a hobby.
3: Right. And the other thing is too is when they say, "Well, responsible gun owners," like, "Well, if you're a responsible gun owner, you're a law-abiding citizen. You've got nothing to fucking and you don't worry, have to worry about." about it. Yeah, right. Exactly. You've got jack shit to fucking worry about. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any problem with with making sure that the background check goes through first. And like I said, none of the candidates actually
3: answer the question yeah. that they were asked. And they throw out this red herring of mental health issues. And then they we say, well, we got rid of photo IDs for it. I'm like, because, you know what? If you can't look at a photo ID is way better than me. I can write any name on a piece of paper with of any social I- security number with no photo ID whatsoever, the fake ID, and it'll pass because that person passes. They'll get rid of photo IDs to get guns, but not to fucking v- vote. vote.
7: Yeah. Uh. And Democrats alike believe this. The president's first impulse is to do this by executive order, power he doesn't have. Why not go he to does. Congress in a bipartisan way called
3: begin an to address some mental health, health issues so the people
7: either. that are spiraling out of control because of mental health challenges don't have access to guns?
9: Thank you, sir.
2: But
3: I agree. Someone that has That's mental issues, if you become if you're you're mentally you incompetent, you shouldn't should own a be gun. Limiting
9: gun yeah. sales of any kind but in America.
3: Which you can right now.
14: No. I am a second amendment person. If we no, had no. guns and what California, was your question the I'm other
3: gonna, side? I'm going to back it, that it, up just basically saying here. does she any Being of- out
7: of control because of mental health challenges don't have access to guns.
9: Thank you, sir. <clears throat> Mr. Trump, are there any circumstances that you think we should be limiting gun sales of any kind in America?
14: No. any circumstance, I am a Second Amendment person. If we had guns in California on the other side... Fucking ISIS comes over, they should have access to guns. Yes. You wouldn't have 14 (laughs) or 15 people dead right now. If even in Paris, if they had guns on the other side... No, it's not at all. Statistically, it's proven wrong. 130 people plus dead. So the answer is no. And what Jeb said is absolutely correct. We have a huge mental health problem in this country. We're closing and hospitals. We're closing yeah. wards. We're closing so many because the states want to save money. No, because you want to medicate them with bullshit, bullshit medicines, too. Yeah. You know, the guns don't pull the trigger. It's the people that pull the trigger. And we have to find out what is going on. We have to protect... Our second amendment. And you cannot do this. And certainly what Barack Obama was doing with the executive order. It's impossible to eliminate violent acts. You know, the old-fashioned way where you get Congress. You get the Congress. You get the Senate. You get together. You do legislation. He just writes out an order, executive order. Not supposed that's how Donald
0: Trump thinks uh, the government works. Yeah. You get the Congress together, you get the Senate, you get the House, you do the
3: legislation. That's how it works. Except for when you get the legislation in the Congress and they go, fuck you, <laughs> President, we ain't going to work with you.
5: Thank you, sir. Senator Rubio, uh, you said that President Obama wants to take people's guns away. Yet no. under his presidency, gun sales have more than double. That doesn't sound like a White House unfriendly <laughs>
12: to well, gun owners. That sounds like people. Yeah, exactly.
0: Guns have, what did he say, have doubled? doubled Yeah. since Obama took office. Because
3: they use the narratives that President Obama wants to take it It's, but a, Obama it's a selling. Wants, but Obama wants to take their guns away. Yeah. He's had seven years to, to do, do it, that, And he hasn't yet. And, and every time he's come up on that stage, Obama said, you have a second right amendment to guns. Yeah. I am not trying to take them away. Yeah, you have a second oh. amendment right to guns as far as it's...
0: Been interpreted thus far, I think. He's like, I just want to change
3: the access, like yeah. so certain
0: people
12: can't get them. gonna well, take I think you hit Paul, Paul, That Paul, doesn't sound like a White House unfriendly to <laughs> well, gun owners. Like, that sounds like people afraid the president's gonna take yeah, the guns away. Of course, because douches like you get up on stage and say shit like that. Yeah. The Second Amendment is not an option. It is not a suggestion. It is a yeah, constitutional is. right well, it, of it every can American chained. to be able to yeah, protect themselves. you their can families. amend an amendment. I am convinced yeah. that if this president could confiscate every gun in America, he would. I am convinced that this president, if he could get rid of the Second Amendment, he would. I am convinced because I see how he works with his attorney general. Not to defend the Second Amendment, but to figure out ways to undermine it. I have seen him appoint people to our courts, not to defend the Second Amendment, but to figure out ways to undermine it. Here's my second problem. None of these instances that the president points to as the reason why he's doing these things would have been prevented. You know why? Because criminals don't buy their guns from a gun show. They don't buy their guns from a collector. Um, every single one and of these guns, guns bought in these gun acts gun were bought they get, they in stores. Steal them, they get them on the black market. None of these and let me guns tell you, ISIS were stolen. and terrorists do not get their guns from a gun show. So
0: yeah, he he trots out this this gun show thing and and says that, you know, Americans have a right to guns and blah, blah, blah. And then he, and then he says that, you know, these guns weren't bought on the black market. They weren't, they weren't, or they weren't bought at gun shows. Yeah. Where does he think these, these guns started? Does he think these guns went from the manufacturers to the black market? Yeah, right. Where do these guns fucking start? Well, where, do they, where are they first sold? Where yeah. are they first put on market? They don't go from the manufacturer to the black market for people to buy them. No, right. they're sold
3: legally, and then they're sold illegally, or they're stolen. Right. And what gun from any of these shootings was stolen? These mass shootings? None of them. Yeah, exactly. Not a no. single one. The only one I can think of, the last two shootings that I can think of, uh, you had the cop that was shot recently. Then last year you had the 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 lady in San Francisco that was shot uh, on that little walkway. Both of those guns were were police guns that the yeah. police lost.
0: Well, and then and then Rubio says that the Second Amendment guarantees that that every American can have guns. No, it that's doesn't. not what the fucking Second Amendment says. I mean, he no. I'm sure as as with most of the other you know. Pseudo intellectual Republicans on stage. He probably has a pocket copy of the Constitution in his jacket.
3: Has he ever fucking read it? And the thing is, is with well regulated militia. Yeah. A well regulated militia is people between the ages of eighteen and fifty five who have not served in the militaries thus far.
0: Well, and and he and like I said, he says that the Second Amendment says that every American can have guns. That's no. not
12: what the Second no. Amendment says. And why would you want that, sir? You name it. it does. It. If there is an act of violence in America, his immediate answer before he even knows the facts is gun control. Here's yeah. a fact. We are is in a war guns? against ISIS. They are trying we to are attack not us in, war. in America. They attacked us in Philadelphia last week. They, attacked- they did not attack he us in brings, Philadelphia. He
0: brings ISIS into a discussion about gun control. Yeah. That's how
3: fucking crazy these yeah. people are. And the guy in Philadelphia had zero ties with ISIS.
12: He was a crazy guy. Dino two weeks ago, and the last line standing between them and our families might be us and a gun. When I'm president of the United States, we are defending the Second fear, Amendment, fear, not fear. undermining it the way Barack Obama yeah. does. Yeah, got- and,
4: and guess how many mass shootings have been
2: stopped by a citizen with a gun? Eight gun eight
12: and
4: beyond that, even if you plan to, to stop a mass shooting with uh, by an armed citizen... You have to wait until they start shooting before you know they're the shooter. So guess what? Still doesn't work. And or
0: you
3: uh, could act like the little old lady outside the Walmart who decided and to just shoot start yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think a majority of the times when a mass shooting has been stopped by a citizen. That citizen was an off-duty police officer.
4: Well, it's ne- it's never been stopped. I mean, it's only uh, it's well, only I mean, that the it's, gunman it's, it's... has been shot after they've killed through. Well, yeah, because well, because you, you can't exactly shoot him. But yeah, so so you take away all the guns, and then guess what? He doesn't show up with a gun. Why? Well, I, I think
3: <laughs> I think open carry and concealed carry should be illegal. Yeah, open and concealed. Yes. So just no carry at all. No carry at all. Huh. If you see a guy with a gun, yeah, right now. Do you know if he tends to use that gun for yeah, not. malicious no. for purposes good, or good? For good or for awesome? For, for, <laughs> you don't. No. you're If that's it was no illegal for you to care, walk around with a gun, you could no. you could go. Well, that's you're not allowed to do that. That guy that's has got that guy. gun yeah, for
0: a bad reason. That's a bad guy.
5: Yeah. Can you point at the president? would take away everyone's gun. You don't think that's extreme?
12: About every two weeks, he holds a press conference talking about how he can't wait to restrict people's access to guns. No! No, That's bullshit. Well, let me tell you this. Do you remember when he ran for president of the United States and he was a candidate and he went and said, these Americans with traditional values, they are bitter people and they They cling cling to to their their guns and to their their religions. That tells you right away where he was headed on all of this. This president, every chance he has ever gotten, has tried to undermine the Second Amendment. No! He doesn't meet. Here's the difference. When he meets with the Attorney General in the White House, it's not how can we protect the Second Amendment rights of Americans. It's give me options on how I can make it harder for law-abiding people to buy guns. No! That will never happen Bullshit. when I am president of the United States.
5: You are law-abiding, you have zero fucking shit to worry about! <laughs> Governor Christie, you too have criticized the president's recent executive action on gun control, saying it's unconstitutional, another step to bypass Congress. But hasn't your own position on guns evolved, sir? The New Jersey Star-Ledger reports that you signed several laws to regulate the possession of firearms and that you argued back in August 2013, and I quote, these common sense measures will strengthen New Jersey's already tough gun laws. So isn't that kind of what the president wants to do now?
0: This part right here pisses me off. Well, I watched this and wanted to fucking punch my television.
3: Can I also point out that I went through the president's gun measures and they don't Jersey restrict Red. guns. They are 90% of what it is is ways to monitor and look at the statistics from gun violence because previously the Congress had voted that you're not allowed to research that shit.
0: Yeah, yeah Christie's answer here pissed me off
11: the president wants to do now no absolutely not uh, the president wants to do things without working with his congress without working oh, with the legislature without getting the consent of the american Wait, that's, people. Not, that's not it <laughs> and the fact is that that's, <laughs> no, that's not a democracy that's a dictatorship and we need to be very very concerned about that see here's the thing i don't think the founders put the second amendment as number two by accident i don't think they dropped all the amendments into a hat and picked them out of a hat I think they made the Second Amendment the Second Amendment because they thought it was just that important.
0: No. Fact, and still yet, not important enough to have it in the original Constitution. Yeah. It had to be an amendment. Yeah.
11: yeah. Jersey, what we have done is to make it easier now to get a conceal and carry permit. We oh, have good, made it good. easier to do that, not harder. And the way we've done it is it should properly be through regulatory action, not by signing unconstitutional executive orders. This guy is a petulant child. Oh, geez. That's what he is. Right. Well, I mean, you know fact is, Neil, let's think about, let's think about, and I want to, maybe, I hope the president's watching tonight, because here's what I'd like to tell him. Mr. President, we're not against you, we're against your policies. When you became no, president, you're him. you had a Democratic Congress and a filibuster proof Democratic Senate. You had only 21 Republican governors in this country. And now, after seven years of your policies, we have the biggest majority we've had since the 1920s in the House, a Republican majority in the Senate, and 31 out of 50 Republican governors. The American people have rejected your agenda, and now you're trying to go around it. That's not right. It's not constitutional. And we are going to kick your rear end out of the White House. Come this far he, he not- has to leave yeah ah, that's the part that fucking pissed me off like
0: you stupid like, asshole he hey, you're not kicking his butt, butt out, out of the white house his, his turn time is, is up. ending you fucking moron I, he he would beat Christie on a third
4: term if he could. He's not going to leave with the ta- his tail between his legs. I just uh, I heard
0: that and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You stupid shit.
4: He knows he's talking to Republicans
3: uh, who think he's going to run for a third term, <laughs> which has happened twice.
9: Here's the answer, Senator Cruz, to stop mass I just,
10: shootings I, and oh man, I was so mad when in I thirty that.
9: cities across the country?
10: The answer is simple: you prosecute criminals, you target the bad guys. Yeah, you know, after they killed asked our kids. What has President Obama do to, done to illustrate that he wants to go after guns? Well, he appointed Eric Holder as Attorney General. Eric Holder said he viewed his mission as brainwashing the American people against guns. He appointed Sonia Sotomayor to the Supreme Court, someone who has been a radical against the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. What? He launched fast and furious, illegally selling guns no. to Mexican drug lords that were then used to shoot law enforcement officials. They actually started and I'll with tell Bush. you what Hillary Clinton has said. Hillary Clinton <laughs> says she agrees with the dissenters, the Supreme Court Texas. dissenters yeah. in the Heller case. There were four dissenters. And they said that they believe the Second Amendment protects no individual right to keep and bear arms whatsoever, which means if their view prevailed and the next president's going to get one, two, three, maybe four Supreme Court justices, the court will rule that not a single person in this room has any right under the Second Amendment and the government could confiscate your guns. And I'll note that California's senator, Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein said, if she could say to Mr. America and Mrs. America, give me your guns, I'm rounding them up, she would. And let me make a final point on this. Listen, in any Republican primary, everyone is going to say they support the Second Amendment. Unless you are clinically insane. Like the that's what yeah. you say in a primary. But the voters are savvier than that. They recognize that people's actions don't always match their words. I've got a proven record fighting to defend the Second Amendment. There's a reason Gun Owners of America has endorsed me in this race. There's a reason the NRA gave me their Carter Knight Freedom Fund award. And there's a reason when Barack Obama and Chuck Schumer came after our right to keep and bear arms that I led the opposition along with millions of Americans. We defeated that gun control legislation. And I would note the other individuals on this stage were nowhere to be found in that fight.
3: Were nowhere to be found in that so fight. So I will say, and Matt will like, probably like what I'm going to say right now. I've liked a lot of what you've had to say tonight. <laughs> <laughs> on this subject. But truthfully, the... Second Amendment does not give every citizen the right to bear arms. Right. No. At the time no, it was- it's a well-regulated militia. Yeah. And at it the time- It says that in the Second Amendment. At the time it was written, the well-regulated militia could have been considered the farmers and the common folk, the common citizens well, could at the be called was, up. At
0: the, at the time it
3: was written, we didn't have a standing army.
0: Well, that we was did. That the whole point. And we didn't
4: have AR-15s.
3: But we also yeah. didn't have a National Guard. Mm-hmm. Which the National Guard is our home militia, basically. The National Guard is the ones that are there to defend your state. Yeah, we didn't have four branches of military. We didn't have the National Guard. So at that point, the National Guard, the home defense, was your well-regulated militia. Yeah. We don't need that anymore. No, we don't. We absolutely don't. So by definition, every citizen does not have the right to own a gun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Let me follow up.
2: I They're cheering I for think you, Ryan. For I know. <laughs> I think we're well Senator Cruz, technical you
9: suggested Mr. Go, Trump yeah. quote embodies New York values. Could you explain what you mean by that?
10: You know, I think most. This, I
0: thought this was weird. This this turned into yeah, probably this is my the- favorite part of the debate. This is the
4: one thing that I saw popping up uh, on Facebook.
0: Yeah, this, this, like I said, this turned into probably my favorite part of the debate.
4: Yeah, let's, yeah. let's see what a Canadian-born Cuban Texan thinks about
10: New York
9: values. <laughs> values. Could you explain what you mean by that?
10: Scoffing already. You know, I think most people know exactly what New York values are. I- I am from New York. I well, what, what, you're from New York, so yeah. you might not. But I promise you, in the state of South Carolina, <laughs> oh, they do.
0: You're just cutting your own throat here, Teddy. Yeah. listen,
10: there are many, many wonderful, wonderful working men and women in the state of backtrack, New
2: York. Backtrack, backtrack.
10: But everyone understands that the values in New York City are socially liberal or pro-abortion or pro-gay marriage. What's wrong with that? Focus around money and the media.
0: Fuck
10: What the fuck's wrong with ted- that?
0: Cruz, what the fuck? Yeah, what Focus is wrong ar- with
10: any of that?
4: Socially liberal, freedom for everyone, yeah. equality for everyone. Yeah. Fucking fuck New York, right? <laughs> no, I I I don't I don't like visiting New York and I fucking hate their sports teams, but pol- <laughs> politically that's a that's one of our best
3: cities. Yeah. Socially
10: and we states. should be more
3: liberal socially.
10: And and I would note indeed The reason I said that is I was asked, my friend Donald has taken to at his events playing Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Um, And I was asked what I thought of that, and I said, well, if he wanted to play a song, maybe he could play New York New York. Would also work. You know, the concept of New York values is not that complicated to figure out. Uh, Not too many years ago, Donald did a long interview with Tim Russert. And in that interview, he explained his views on a whole host of issues that were very, very different from the views he's describing now. And his explanation, he said, look, I'm from New York. That's what we believe in New York. Those aren't Iowa values, but this is what we believe in New York. And so that was his explanation. And and I guess I can can frame it another way. Not a lot of conservatives come out of Manhattan. (laughs) I'm just saying
0: <laughs> And Trump goes on
14: to fucking slay oh, yeah. him here right? I, I like how oh, that, he, yeah. just,
5: he just did like a gun gesture too yeah. Trump one just thing so him
14: here Conservatives actually do come out of Manhattan yes, Including William F. Buckley and others Just so you understand And just so if I could Because he insulted a lot of people I've had more calls on that statement that Ted made uh, New York is a great place It's got great people It's got loving people, wonderful people. When the World Trade Center came down, I saw something that no place on earth could have handled more beautifully, more humanely than New York. you had two 100...
0: And Cruz fucking claps I, yeah. here. Well,
3: I, I kind of agree. They did handle that situation. Well, yeah, very but, well. but Cruz is just a fucking jackass.
14: Yeah. He's a he's a come crashing down. Snake. I saw them come down. But hold on, thousands for a of people killed. Sure.
4: This is this is a very rare. Humanizing moment for Donald oh, yeah. Trump. Actually, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, he, he sounds was, sincere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, the statements that he's making. I mean, he's collected. He's calm. He's rational. He's making legitimate statements that, like, he actually, honestly feels attacked. Yeah, and he's, there's actually and, an emotion here, and, and, and you can Donald see Trump. that. Yeah, he is actually a human being. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's. I, I, I want to. Can, is there a way to go back to the beginning of a statement? Yeah, I, yeah, I want to see that, that again. Because That's like, that like I said. This is, this is very fast
3: pre-show. When you see Donald he's be more human, him. he's. I'm like, I don't hate you when you act Come more out human. Him and <laughs> yeah,
4: and fuck, fuck Ted Cruz. He's a slimy snake. I'm-
0: yeah. So, I'll, so I'll back this up to the beginning here. Are
9: you sure about that? Maria?
0: We'll let we'll let we'll let Trump go through his so, whole little thing. Um, All
14: right. Conservatives actually do come out of Manhattan, including William F. Buckley and others, just so you understand. And just so if I could, because he insulted a lot of people, I've had more calls on that statement that Ted made. Uh, New York is a great place. It's got great people. It's got loving people, wonderful people. When the World Trade Center came down, I saw something that no place on earth could have handled more beautifully more humanely than New York. You had two 100... You had 110 110-story buildings come crashing down. I saw them come down. Thousands of people killed. And the cleanup started the next day, and it was the most horrific cleanup probably in the history of doing this and in construction. I was down there. And I've never seen anything like it. And the people in New York fought and fought and fought. And we saw more death and even the smell of death. Nobody understood it. And it was with us for months, the smell, the air. And we rebuilt downtown Manhattan. And everybody in the world watched. And everybody in the world loved New York and loved New Yorkers. And I have to tell you, that was a very insulting statement that Ted made
4: are gonna clap for trump right yeah there. yeah that, <laughs> that was, was a that was a perfectly
0: i watched that and i was like response oh damn mic drop right there yep ted cruz wow. should feel like a fucking jerk off yeah but he but he's incapable of
4: feeling that but absolutely sh- but because since
0: then since the debate ted cruz has basically doubled down on what he has said yeah and the only apology he's offered is is to say that yeah i apologize to the people of new york that you've had liberal leaders there uh. <laughs> that have turned your state and city into a shithole. Uh-huh. Huh. That's that's his basic line of apology his, since making this statement. That's a not apology. No, it's no, it's nowhere near an apology. It's being a fucking douchebag that that's, Ted that's, Cruz is. It's being a Cruz bag. Yeah. <laughs> Governor.
5: Bush. For the third time in as many months, the Iranians have provoked us, detaining us, as we've been discussing with these 10 yep. Navy sailors Tehran has set straight into their waters. The sailors were later released, release, but only after being shown on video apologizing for the incident. This occurring only weeks after Iran fired multiple rockets within 1,500 yards of a U.S. aircraft carrier, Can I just, and then continued I mean, to test medium-range missiles. I don't missiles. know a lot about this situation.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
4: But I just, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Is, is the, is the issue here that Americans were detained by foreign powers and made to apologize?
0: The, the issue, well, I mean, it's a non issue that they're trying to make an issue. Yeah,
4: because I mean, like, I, I could think of a dozen stories off the top of my head of people who were, Treated slightly worse than oh, being able yeah, to apologize <laughs> yeah. by foreign, d- so POWs. I don't. See, yeah, I just am not seeing this as being a real big problem. No, it's. it's oh, they embarrassed was, them on camera. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's something uh, that was in the
0: news that they could grab onto and go, look at the president being a weak and feckless okay. individual. Oh, I, and
3: I don't see what the problem is if you fuck up and you make a mistake saying, "I apologize." We fucked yeah. up. Well, so here's another thing. Let's say that Obama didn't make the Iran
4: deal that's so terrible and decided instead to go to war. Then those sailors got captured by Iran. They would be POWs. Then it it would be more than apologies, I'm assuming.
3: Yeah. Right? So in that sense, Obama is a hero. Okay. All right. Sure. But yeah. the only problem is we still haven't gotten all of our prisoners released from Iran yet. Yeah.
5: But, yeah. You know that such actions indicate Tehran has little to fear from a President Obama. I wonder, sir, what would change if they continued doing this sort of thing under a President Jeb Bush? Well, first if of all, if they continue
3: to take people in that invade their waters? Yeah, if, they, if,
2: they,
5: if in the
0: future American troops went into Iran, ter- Iran's territory
3: and Iran grabbed them up, what what would yeah. you do? An American uniform doesn't give you the right to just go wherever the fuck you want. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Mr. Bush, I just want to ask you quickly. Because what would you do if any of our soldiers had to say they were sorry?
0: Because your brother was all about invading sovereign states for no fucking yeah. reason.
3: If yeah, if yeah, American yeah. troops ever did this again, what would you do? Yeah. We had guns pulled on us in Romania. <laughs> we were trying to leave the airport, they thought. <laughs> Jeb
7: Bush, we would we restore just for the strength of the military. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what does he say, Obama? Now? I wonder, sir, what would change if they continued doing this sort of thing under president Jeb Bush?
7: Well, first of all, uh, under president Jeb Bush, we would restore the strength of the military. Last week, uh, Secretary Carter announced that uh, the navy is going to be cut again,
0: and thereby it's saying now that half our military the size is of what weak? it
7: was prior yeah. to Operation Desert Storm. The deployments are too high for the military personnel. We don't have procurement being done for refreshing the equipment. The B 52 is still operational as the long range bomber was inaugurated plane. in the age of Harry Truman. The, the planes are older than the pilots. We're,
3: no, we're gutting actually the military, no. and so some the Iranians are, and the Chinese well, and the Russians are like, like the warthog. That should, maybe the airframe air is. Oh yeah, not the technology inside yeah, anymore. Yeah, so sure. it's like I'm like that plane is not the same plane it was yeah, at that time. Yeah, the base platform maybe. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, the airframe's the same, but what it can do is not. Yeah, yeah they've,
7: they've got a lot more. We're technology. gutting our military, and so the Iranians and the Chinese and the Russians and many other countries look at the United States not as serious as we once were. We have to and eliminate be, the sequester, <laughs> rebuild our you military got a Canadian in there a, way for a that, second that makes it clear that we're back in the game. Secondly, as it relates to Iran, we need to confront their ambitions across the board. We should reimpose sanctions. They've already violated sanctions after this agreement was signed by by, by, uh, testing medium-range missiles. Thirdly, we need to move our embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem to send a serious to signal that we're back in the game with, 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 with it,
0: Israel. And signing the agreement
7: that makes sure that, that the world knows that they will have technological superiority. We need to get back we in the game that. as it relates to um, our Arab nations. The rest of the world is moving away from us towards other alliances because we are weak. This president and John Kerry and Hillary Clinton all have made it harder for the next president to act, but he must act to confront the ambitions of Iran. We can get back in the
5: game to to restore order
7: and security for our own country.
5: Thank you, Governor. Uh, Governor Kasich, while everyone has been focusing on Iran's provocations, I'm wondering what you make Provocations.
0: Well, and so the other thing that Bush mentioned there is that we should eliminate the sequester, that was
5: brought about because of the actions of your fucking party, (laughs) asshole. Uh. And its recent moves in the region, including its execution of a well-known Shiite cleric and its move to dramatically increase oil production. Some say in an effort to drive down oil prices and force a lot of U.S. oil producers out of business. Sure enough, oil prices have tumbled. One brokerage house now is predicting a third or more of American oil producers and those heavily invested in, in fracking. We'll go bankrupt and soon Saudi Arabia and OPEC will be back in the driver's seat. U.S. energy uh, player, Harold Hamm recently told me, with friends like these, who needs enemies? Do you agree? Well, let me, let me first of all...
0: Well, nobody, because I'm about to align myself with a fucking racist. <laughs> That's what happens here. Yeah. I couldn't believe that he fucking said this.
6: A little bit about my experience. I served on the Defense Committee for 18 years, and by the way, one of the members of that committee was Senator Strom Thurmond from South oh Carolina. A fucking racist! Let also tell you that after the 9-11 attacks, Secretary Rumsfeld invited me to the Pentagon with a meeting of the for- former Secretaries of Defense, and in that meeting I suggested we had a problem with technology, and that I wanted to take people from Silicon Valley into the Pentagon to solve our most significant problems. So I not only had the opportunity what? to go through the Cold War, s- struggles in Central America, and even after 9-11 to be involved. With Saudi Arabia and oil production, first Does of you all,
4: think Ohio is Central you know, America? it's so critical yes. for us to be energy
6: independent. And we're getting there because of fracking. And we ought to explore. Because see, energy independence gives us fracking leverage is and flexibility. Mm-hmm. And secondly, Absolutely. if you want to bring jobs back to the United States of America in industry, Low prices make the difference. We're seeing it in my state, and we'll see it in this country. And Fracking that's why is we must cheap. make sure that we continue to, to uh, frack. In terms of it's Saudi Arabia, my got to be the fracking-est is frackers. Their funding there. radical frack. clerics
3: You know what the frackers are saying.
6: Madrasses. That is a bad deal and an evil situation, and presidents have looked the other way. And I was going to tell you, whether I'm president or not, we better make it clear to the Saudis that we're going to support you, we're in relation with you just like we were in the first Gulf relation, War, but you've got to knock off the funding and teaching of radical clerics who are the very people who try to destroy us, and we'll turn around and destroy them. So look, instead in of sign, policy, align yourself in with a racist, policy, yeah, it's strength, but you got to be cool. You got to have a clear vision of where you want to go. And I'm going to tell you that I'm going to suggest to you here tonight that you can't do on-the-job training. I've seen so much of it, a Soviet Union, the coming down of the wall, the issues that we saw around the world in Central America, the potential spread of communism, and 9-11, and the Gulf War. Communism is not a thing anymore. But at the end of the day, we have to keep our cool, because most of the time, they're going right with us, and they must be part of our coalition to destroy ISIS, and I believe we can get that done. Thank you. ISIS, ISIS, ISIS.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, when I heard that I was like he just wait, he he said what? He he would align himself with racists in uh, the United States he Congress? Like the KKK in order to let people know that we we're a force to be mm-hmm. reckoned with.
2: Yeah.
4: Nobody fucks with the KKK. Not, not just not just yeah. any old racist. I mean, we're talking foghorn
0: leg iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the self-avowed, segregationist, racist piece of shit that was Strom Thurmond. Yeah, the, the only one to serve 76 consecutive terms. <laughs> <laughs> so coming up, we've got Ben Carson answering a question. And my only notes on this were, uh, quote, all no. I can think at the end of Ben Carson's answer is that he's a fucking moron. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's, he's pretty well established. The
9: fight against ISIS, more from North Charleston, oh, South Carolina. Oh, that must be
3: right after back. the break. You always twice got now. all your notes after the break. <laughs> all your 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 break notes.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't believe Kasich was like, oh, you know what I would do? I'd let everybody know that I'm a racist yeah. lover. That's a great way to proceed. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he is. Well, I'm sure the ha- base of my party will love it.
4: Yeah. But to be fair, he did finish that up with saying, "Whether I'm president or not." Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nope, not. <laughs> yeah. No, not.
9: Right back to the questions. <laughs> Candidates. The man who made fighting ISIS the cornerstone of his campaign. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham is. Out oh yeah. The race, but he joins us tonight in the audience. Oh, well, Hi, Lindsey. We Lindsay. get to hear from him again. Yes. He says the airstrikes, now
13: well, thank, in, its, well, in their
9: 16th month, have been ineffective. Dr. Carson,
13: wait a minute. Who in their 16th
9: month? The airstrikes. Uh, what? Oh,
13: okay. Now I wasn't really. I wasn't asleep. What? Yeah.
9: Are ineffective. Dr. Carson, do you think Senator Graham is right? Like
3: I don't think you'd be pregnant to for 16 send 20, 000 months.
9: Twenty
3: thousand troops, <laughs> ground troops. To but Iraq I don't agree and Syria with abortion. To
9: take out ISIS.
13: Well, there's no question that ISIS is a very serious problem. And I don't believe that this administration recognizes how serious it is. Uh, I think we need to do a lot more than we're doing. Uh, You recognize that the caliphate is what gives them the legitimacy to go out on a jihadist mission. So we need to take that away from them. The way to take that away from them is to talk to our military officials and okay. ask them, what do you need in order to accomplish this goal? Our decision is then, do we give them what they need? I say um. yes. Not only do we give them what they need, but we don't tie their hands behind their backs so that we they need can a go nuke. ahead and get the job done. I'll in addition yes. to that, in addition to that, we go ahead and we take the oil from them, their source of <laughs> revenue. You know, some of these uh, did en- that. these engagement She's rules saying. that the administration has, we're not gonna bomb a tanker that's coming out of there we because there might be a person in it. We Give bombed a the shitload of their Just tankers. Just tell them that you put people in there, we're gonna bomb them. So don't put people in there if you don't want them bombed. And we have. It's so simple. Oh, and then we need to oh. shut down, we need to shut down their mechanisms of funding and attack their command and control centers. Why should we let their people be sitting there smoking their cigars, sitting in their comfortable chairs in Raqqa? We know to go ahead and shut off the supply routes and send in our special ops at 2 a.m. and attack them. It's not Everywhere how it they works. Go, they should be running all the That's time. Then they won't have time to plan attacks against us. Man, he makes it sound so easy. So He's played so much like Call of Duty or something. It's
0: not weird. Like... like he just sounds like a fucking moron. Yeah, um, um, like that sounds like the answer a twelve-year-old would give. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
4: disagree with you slightly, yeah, just on a very minor point. Okay, he, 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 he doesn't really sound like a moron. He fucking is, is a moron. <laughs> Complete I can fucking moron.
3: I can Google plenty of videos for you right now and show you us bombing their fucking <laughs> oil tankers and oil fields well, in their headquarters.
4: If you don't want us to bomb your people. Don't put him in the truck. Nice. Yeah. He starts it out with like, who has done what victim. for sixteen months.
0: Oh, I don't. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, like, dude, are you? You're on stage, right? You're like, you're paying oh, yeah. attention to what the fuck is going on. You're not dozing off. To be oh, fair. wait, no, we're talking to Ben Carson. Of course, you're dozing. To be off. fair,
4: I didn't really hear that clearly either, but still, <laughs>
9: yeah. it. it, it he also said that the, the U.S. Fuck
3: cares will with Senator
0: Graham find out of support for its coalition He's not in the running anymore. it
9: removes Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. And I quote, the now king of Saudi Arabia told us, you can have our army. You just got to deal with Assad. The emir of Qatar said, I'll pay for the operation, but they are not going to fight ISIS and let Damascus fall into the hands of the Iranians. Mm. Assad has to go. Governor Christie. How important is it to remove Assad from power? power, and how would you do
11: it? Marie, you look at what this president oh, and his Secretary of, State, Secretary of State, Secretary State Clinton, has done to get us in this spot. I mean, think about it. This yeah. is the president we got in who this said all of the Secretary of drew a yeah. red line. So he, he and said so we should if, remove if Assad uses chemical weapons against his people, That we're going to attack. He used chemical weapons. He's killed now over a quarter of a million of his own people. And this president has done nothing. In fact, he's done worse than nothing. This president, and by the way, Secretary Clinton, who called Assad a reformer. She called Assad a reformer. Now, the fact is, what this president has done is invited Russia to play an even bigger role. Bring in Vladimir Putin to negotiate getting those chemical weapons back from Assad. Yet, what do we have today? We have the Russians and the Iranians working together, not to fight ISIS, but to prop up Assad. The fact of the matter is, we're not going to have peace. We are not going to have peace in Syria. We're not going to be able to rebuild it unless we put a no-fly zone there, make it safe for those folks, so we don't have to be talking about Syrian refugees anymore. The Syrians should stay in Syria. They shouldn't be going to Europe. And here's the last piece. If, if You're not going to have peace in Syria, peace they, in Syria yeah. Does he think they want to leave? charge. You're simply not. And so Senator Graham is right about <laughs> yeah, this. And if we want to Europe, try to rebuild the coalitions, as Governor Kasich was saying before, then what we better do is to get to the Arab countries that believe that ISIS is a threat not only to them, but to us and to world peace, and bring them together. And believe me, Assad is not worth it. And if you're going to leave this to Hillary Clinton, the person who gave us this foreign policy, the architect of it, and you're going to give her another four years, that's why I'm speaking out as strongly (laughs) as I am about that. Hillary Clinton cannot be president. It will lead to even greater war in this world. And remember this. You're the one that wants to go to war. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama have had nearly eight years. We have fewer democracies in the world than we had when they started. That makes the world less peaceful, um, less safe. Uh, in my Iran administration, was not a democracy. We will help to make sure to that with. we bring people together in the Middle East, and we will fight ISIS and defeat them.
3: How do we have less democracies? We, we have the same. Yeah, I think he meant fewer. But we don't. We don't have
4: fewer either. Less democracies. Well, yeah, but um, yeah, how do we have fewer, even if that's what you meant? I know, I know, meant. I know, but I just, I'm just pointing out, he's a d- big dummy. The the, <laughs> the, the, the,
3: the, the countries that have fallen into civil war weren't a democratic country to start with, no.
9: Yeah. And why Mr. do we want
3: to convert them all to our model?
9: Your comments about banning Muslims from entering the country created a firestorm.
0: Trump is about to play the. I have many Muslim friends, Carl. Kind of uh.
3: like, I'm the least racist
0: person you the know. The
9: most least <laughs> <about> racist <laughs> moment online of your entire campaign with more than 10 million people talking about the issue. Is there anything you've heard that makes you want to rethink this position?
14: No.
0: <laughs> no. Cuz that would mean I had to think about it. Yeah.
14: We have to stop with political correctness. We have to get down to creating a country that's not going to have the kind of <laughs> problems you, that we've had that with have people flying with planes into the World today. Trade Centers with the, with the shootings and
0: Fuck you, Donnie. I'm going to play that. I'm going to play clips of that shit right here. Okay. Fuck you, Donnie. <laughs> so I told you guys before the show started, and I posted on Facebook that... I was in meetings all fucking day today. Like, that that was it. I was in meetings all goddamn day, except for a team luncheon. And during this team luncheon, we were talking about various and sundry things. One of them happened to be, because it's playoff season, NFL football. Mm -hmm. And I said that I was happy to see that the Washington racial slurs lost. (laughs) And I got a chuckle from... Everybody's sitting at the table apart from the guy who's sitting directly across from me.
4: All of the rational people thought it was funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the guy sitting across from me said, well, I don't think that's a racial slur. I don't see any problem with that. We're just getting too PC. Yeah. We're getting too PC and people are worried about dumb little things like that. And I'm like,
4: like humanizing other humans. Yeah. yeah. That's, dumb that's, like that's that. That. not
0: just a PC issue. Like, and, and I said, so, what, how would you feel if, if the, would you feel the same if the team was called the Washington N-words? And he said, well, Redskin isn't, Redskins yeah. isn't, uh, isn't a pejorative. It's, it's not, it's not a racial slur. Yes. It's not something bad. And I'm like, according yes. to who? And he said, well, me, I, I, it's, I've never viewed that as something bad. And I'm like, but society as a whole, you're a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a member of, of an oppressed minority who may look at that as, as a pejorative, or be a member of that minority who's who's being subjugated and say, "Hey, that's not that's not cool." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, it's never it's never been a pejorative. No, you know, that's it's never been a slur." And I'm like,
3: "According to what? That's, a, that's how it got started. You?
0: Like maybe you have never meant yeah. it as a slur. It's that doesn't mean that nobody else has. It's always been a slur." Yeah, well, and then he went on, you know. Then he's like, "Well, if they were called the Washington Spicks, then maybe that would yeah. be a problem," or the Washington Chinks. And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, did, oh, did I man. just give you an excuse to use every racial slur that you could think of?" <laughs> oh man! And he, I mean, and he just kept going on and on and <laughs> the Beth Israel Bank owning Hebes, <laughs> 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 the running Kikes. <laughs>
2: oh Jesus! I was like,
0: "What the fuck, dude? I don't." <laughs> Well and then you know and we and he just I I just kind of tried to brush past it and say well I, I I said and I completely disagree with you. Yeah. I said it I I think it absolutely is a racial slur and that's not for me to decide it's it's up to the, it's, it's up to the minority yeah. who has said, yeah, we think it's a racial slur and the name should change. And like
3: it's offensive to our people,
0: and so I just said, you know, I I completely disagree with you, and I tried to move on. And he kept bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. And we're standing in line, you know, after after the luncheon ends and everything, we're standing in line, and he's like, yeah, I just I I don't think that's that's ever been a racial slur, and I'm and I said, you know, you you've said that several times now, but you have yet to to explain to me why you think it's not a racial slur. Well, because it never has been. I mean, if you went back, you know, into the into the 30s and 40s and asked. And asked Indians because at at, at the lunch, yeah. I said, you know, I I mentioned the word, I mentioned the term Native Americans, and he's like, oh, that's another PC term. They're <laughs> not Native Americans; they're Indians. And I was like, you are a fucking ignorant shithead. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. Spoken like a true theology. Student. You should have just said that to him. And, and he's like, oh, I'm sure if you went back into the 30s and 40s and asked any of them, you know do you think that redskins is a is a racial slur? All of them would say no, and I'm like, well, maybe, but I'm sure if you went into the 30s and 40s and walked up to a black person and said, hey, do you think nigger is a slur? Do you yeah. think any of them are going to stand up to white man and go, Yeah, I do or do you think they go, No, sir, no sir, I don't think that's a slur at all. Don't kill me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're we're in the nineteen thirties and forties. Right. And- Please don't take anything I have to say as being any any bit of any aggression at all. Please don't kill me. Yeah. I'm like you're that it was just such a fucking ignorant position to take and he would not back down and he kept bringing it up just, and bringing it just up just
4: such an unthoughtful position to be in. I mean,
0: yeah, it it comes from a position it comes from a position of white privilege yeah. for sure. Very, I mean, that was the much, only yes. thing fueling his little well, we're just way too PC and I thought this is the this is the societal rot that is coming from people like Donald yeah. fucking Trump. Yeah, and here's the funny thing, you know, What good does it do to for you to hang on
4: to these stupid terms like this?
0: Yeah. What does that mean to you? And how? Why would would you do that? And how would it harm you to do away with it? Yeah, just get rid of it. How, how does that harm you at all to get rid of
4: it? Almost everybody else is asking you to just stop using it. And for some reason, you won't do it because of PC.
3: You, you should have thought <laughs> of something Who that fucking cares, is man. derogatory towards Mormons. Be like, well, I don't Who think what? this is derogatory. Well, what do you think of this word?
0: Well, so as we're sitting there at the yeah. table and he's going on and on about PC. So this guy is, is in his sixties. He's, he's a, He's a full contact Catholic. Like he's okay. all in. he does Catholic missionary work, like going to Ethiopia and, and and other countries doing Catholic missionary work and I thought you should be really fucking happy that I am PC right now because otherwise I would tell you exactly what I think yeah. of your piece of shit church. Yep. And it's institutionalized pedophilia and rape. Child I'd
3: rape. be like, what if I called you Jesus freak for the rest of your life? Would you like that?
4: I don't think that would. <laughs> I don't know if that would bother him so much. But I mean, if you wanted to constantly remind him about how the rape culture that follows his religion <laughs> well, that or that uh, Augustine, they they're one of their favorite th- quote thinkers, rose up and flew all around the nave of Notre Dame the Cathedral, like which everyone knows is complete bullshit. It's or if I were to take the
0: non PC stance and say that Mother Teresa was a fucking horrible person. Oh, yeah. she was. Yeah. How exactly. would he feel about that? Yeah.
3: Mother Teresa was a No, you need
0: to be more PC,
3: Dan. Wasn't yep. was a bitch.
4: Oh. Yeah, because they expect political correctness when it comes to respecting
0: their beliefs. Yeah. Just cause. Yeah, I just I I could not <laughs> yeah. And I just I wanted so much to just rail but we're at work and it's like, fuck you, buddy, I'll just yeah, bitch so about it later. <laughs> that's
4: why that's why Trump's <laughs> position on political correctness got you Yeah. So much, yeah.
14: Yeah. With all the problems all over the world, I just left Indonesia. Bomb, 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 bomb. We have to find out what's going on. I said temporarily. I didn't say permanently. I said temporarily. And I have many great Muslim friends. And some I have of them, many great I will Muslim friends. say not all. Have called me and said, "Donald, thank you very much. You're exposing an unbelievable problem, and we have to get to the bottom." Of I don't it. believe that and for a second. Unlike no. President Obama, where he f- refuses even to use the term of what's going on, he can't yeah, use yeah. the term for whatever reason. And if you can't use the term, you're never going to solve the problem. My Muslim friends, some said, "Thank you very much. We'll get to the bottom of it, but we I have don't believe a serious that for a problem." And we can't be the stupid country. His anymore. Muslim friends well, are in Saudi Arabia, all though. All over yeah. the world, Donald. Donald, can I, I?
7: I hope you reconsider this because this policy is a policy that makes it impossible to build the coalition necessary to take out ISIS. The Kurds are our strongest allies. They're Muslim. You're not going to even allow them to come to our country. The other Arab countries. have have a role to play in this. We cannot be the world's policeman. We can't do this unilaterally. We have to do this in in unison with with the Arab world. And sending that signal makes it impossible for us to be serious about taking out ISIS and restoring democracy in Syria. So I hope you'll reconsider. I hope you'll reconsider. The better way of dealing with this, the better way of dealing with this is recognizing that there are people in the Islamic terrorists inside embedded in refugee populations. What we ought to do is tighten up our efforts First to deal with the entry visa program so that a citizen from Europe it's harder to, if they've been traveling to Syria or traveling these other places where there is Islamic terrorism, make it harder make the screening take place we oh, don't so have yeah. to have let's
3: refugees tighten all that up, up where there's yeah. absolutely Muslims? no threat
4: whatsoever yeah. but what fucking kind of free
3: reign on guns to the rest of the world Let, let's the go from States a two year screening process to like a four year screening screenings. process you
5: said that he made those comments and they represented him being unhinged yet after he made I them just yeah, wonder, they are unhinged well, well, they are unhinged
3: <laughs> Do we have a time in history no that we can think of Where there wasn't a war going on
5: Carolina. No, no, no anywhere no, in the world <laughs> Are you saying Are you saying no. that all those people can't even think of a time Who our agree consumers. With Mr. Trump Are unhinged No, not at all, absolutely not I can
7: see why people are angry and scared Because this president has created a condition Where our no. national security has weakened dramatically no. I totally get that
4: Your brother the, we're, did we're that We're
7: running for presidency of the United States here this isn't, this isn't, you know, a different kind of job. You have to lead. You cannot make rash statements and expect the rest of the world to uh, respond as though, well, it's just politics. Every time we, we send signals like this, we send a signal of weakness, not strength. And so it was an unhinged statement, which is why I'm asking him to consider changing his views. I
0: Hi. That's why I'm asking him to consider changing yeah. his views. How fucking yeah. weak and feckless can you sound on stage, Bush? Like, instead of just saying, no, he's wrong, he needs
14: to change it. I'm I'm asking him
0: to change his views because it's not very nice. I
14: said, please. Yeah. Security for this country, okay? I want security. I'm tired of seeing what's going on between the border where the people flow over. People come in, they live, they shoot. I want security for this country. They live, they shoot photos. We have a serious problem with, as you know... ...with radical Islam. We have a tremendous problem. It's not only a problem here, it's a problem all over the world. I want to find out why those two young people, those two horrible young people in California when they shot, the 14 people killed them. People they knew. People that held a wedding reception for us. Most people are killed by people they, they know, know, Donnie. Yeah. I want to find out. Many people saw pipe bombs and all sorts of things all over their apartment. Why were they vigilant? Why didn't they call? Oh, yeah, Why point. didn't they call the police? And by the way, the police are the most mistreated You could probably go into any in teenager's house. You're gonna love this, man. Oh You're my gonna- <laughs> God! What did he just say? <laughs> I was
3: just gonna say you could probably go into any teenager's house in the south and found a pipe bomb.
14: <laughs> reception.
3: Matt's Matt's gonna love this. Gear it up. Many
14: <laughs> people saw pipe bombs and all sorts of things all over their apartment. Here it Why comes. were they vigilant? Why didn't they call? Why didn't they call the police? And by the way, the police are the most mistreated people in this country. I thought he said that. <laughs> I watched, uh, when I
4: saw this the first time, oh I thought,
0: Matt's going to poop.
4: Yeah, I, you know what? I, I'm not going to poop. I'm not, I'm not going to poop. I, you I'm didn't gonna, wear your diapers. I, no, I'm going to quit. The, I'm quitting the show.
2: I'm quitting the <laughs> fucking show. <I'm>
4: gonna... <laughs> the police are the most
0: mistreated oh, yeah, people sure. in this country.
4: Got God, I only brought one news story today, and it's about a police officer who, in Minneapolis, in Saint Paul, was talking about he was facebooking about a, a and all a Black Lives Matter protest that was going to be happening on the streets of Saint Paul after an unarmed black man was killed yet again, and the police officer facebooked, just fucking run him over, oh, he, don't stop, oh, oh. just run him over, and then he said. He left them explicit instructions for how to actually
3: contact nine one one and get away with it. Was he the one that got fired? He's on leave. Oh, there's one. There's an officer that just that tweeted something about one of those things, and he's been in altercations before. I mean, this isn't the first time, and it's this kind of bullshit.
4: Yeah, I mean, they're so they're so mistreated that they can go on Facebook and post about murder and then have a fucking vacation paid for by us.
0: And the other point here is that the police in the United States all have guns and they are the most Big mistreated guns. people how does that square with Donald's right. fucking stated policy of having more guns and we would have we would have you know a more civil society because that would fix things
14: Most mistreated people. we need wait a minute we need vigilance we have to find out many people knew about what was going on why didn't they turn those two people in so that you wouldn't have had all the death there's something going on, and it's bad. And I'm saying we have to get to the bottom of it. Wait. That's all I'm saying. We, we hear- need security.
9: We want to hear from all of you You've on this. You've got quite a bit According of it. According to Pew Research. So so
0: John Kasich is coming up, and maybe it's mm. because golf is my favorite pastime. Yeah. The way he says... Golf? No. Oh, hey, okay. Hey, you'll, well, you'll have to hear it, and then and then you'll go, oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I'll just play it here.
9: The U.S. admits more than 100,000 Muslim immigrants every single year on a permanent lifetime basis. I want to ask uh, the rest of you to comment on this. Do you agree that we should pause Muslim immigration until we get a better handle on our homeland security situation, as Mr. Trump has said, beginning with you, Governor Kasich?
6: No, I've been for pausing on admitting the Syrian refugees. And the reason why I've done is I don't believe we have a good process of being able to vet them But, you know, we don't want to put everybody in the same category. And, you know, I'm go back to something that had been mentioned just a few minutes ago. If we're going to have a coalition, we're going to have to have a coalition, not just of of people in the western part of the the world, our European allies. But we need the Saudis. We need the Egyptians. We need the Jordanians. We need the Gulf states. The Gulf states. Uh, We need Jordan. We need all Mm -hmm. of them to be part of exactly what the first George Bush put together in the first Gulf War. The first Gulf War
0: the first gulf war i need a new hobby oh
4: man does that mean does that mean 9 or the 18 first. holes per enemy the first gulf war
6: of arabs and americans and westerners and we're going to need it again and if we try to put everybody in the same call everybody the same thing we can't do it and that's just not acceptable but i think a pause on syrian refugees has been exactly right for all the governors that have called for it, and also, of course, for me as the governor of Ohio. Thank
9: you, sir. We want to hear from the rest of you, the, Governor. The governor Gulf of oh, no, governor. No, really, Listen,
11: uh, I said well, right from right the beginning um, that yeah. we should take no Syrian refugees of any kind. Um, and the reason I said that is because the FBI director Fuck told children. the American people, told Congress, that he could not guarantee he could vet them and it would be safe. That's the end of the conversation. Well, maybe he can, can but you. others can. After yeah. spending seven years as a former federal prosecutor. Right after 9-11, dealing with this issue, here's the way you need to deal with it. You can't just ban all Muslims. You have to ban a radical Islamic jihadists. You have to ban the people who are trying to hurt us. And the only how way do to you figure do that yeah, how do you know, is to go back to getting the intelligence community the funding and the tools that it needs well, to be are able are the to best keep America funded. safe. And this summer, we didn't do that. We took it away from the NSA.
0: I'm all about wanting small government. except okay. when it keeps to coming, yeah. except when it keeps to, except when it comes to keeping immigrants out. <laughs> I, I
3: realize he's about right, he's getting ready to talk about the
0: NSA.
2: The NSA monitors. <laughs> I'm
12: all about small government,
3: yeah. except for when it keeps yeah. to coming. <laughs> <laughs> the NSA monitors Woo-hoo! within the U.S. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how the fuck does the NSA going to monitor is- Islamic terrorists over there?
11: needs to be able to keep abilities. America safe. And this summer, we didn't do that. We took it away from the NSA. It was a bad decision by the president, bad by those in the Senate who voted for it. And if I'm president, we'll make our intelligence community strong and we won't have to keep everybody out. We're <laughs> just going to keep the bad folks out and make sure they don't Yeah, us. Thank you,
9: Sarah, sir. Senator-
12: we'll just make sure I'm going to keep the boogeyman are away. <laughs> yeah, why We're even having this debate and why, you know, Donald's topped into some of that anger that's out there about this whole issue, because this president has consistently underestimated the threat of isis if you listen to the state of the union the other night he described them as a bunch of guys with long beards on the back of a pickup truck they Whoa. are much more than that this is a group of people that enslaves women and sells them sells them as brides this is a group of people that burns people in cages that is conducting genocide against christians and Yaz-
0: now listen to his list of victims here ah listen to his list of victims from isis i heard
12: this is a group of people that burns people in cages, that is conducting genocide against Christians and Yazidis and others in the region. This is not some small scale group. They are radicalizing people here in the United States. Are they're Christians. conducting attacks yeah. around the world. So, you know what needs to happen? It's a very simple equation, and it's going to happen when I'm president. If we do not know who you are, and we do not know why you are coming, when I am president, you are not getting into the United States of America. So, well, they're
0: coming because you jerk them off. The 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 largest number of people killed by ISIS are fellow Muslims. Yes, yep.
3: he didn't. He didn't. Oh, or he didn't talk about
2: he the didn't gays pause that for are a killed. Second.
0: Yeah, he didn't pause for a second to talk about
3: the, the Muslims Christians and Yazidis are a small, small section. And the
0: Yazidis are Christians. Yeah, he be just double he he, yep. he just said the same thing twice.
3: basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. and he seemed to forget that his parents are
2: immigrants.
10: Yeah. You know, I understand why fair, Donald made the comments fair, fire, he did, and I understand why Americans are feeling frustrated and scared and, we're all and angry about to agree when we have Ted a president who refuses no. to acknowledge yes. the threat we face, and even worse, who acts as an apologist for radical Islamic terrorism. But I think what we need is a commander-in-chief who is focused like a laser on keeping this country safe and on defeating radical Islamic terrorism. What should we do? First, we should pass the Expatriate Terrorist Act, legislation I've introduced that says if an American goes and joins ISIS and wages jihad against America, that you forfeit your citizenship and you cannot come in on a passport. Well, that's
3: that's I agree with Ted Cruz on that. Also, you should forfeit your passport perfectly fighting for any foreign country, because yeah, that's illegal. Yeah, yeah, not
0: just ISIS. Any foreign,
3: foreign country. Yeah, any foreign that's, country. That's
4: already a law. Yeah. But, they, but, they, so. they,
3: but they've been getting back in, though. How does he plan on enforcing that? And and also, how does he plan on? Well, when you leave the country and go, end up in Somalia or Iran, it's kind of like, well, hey, how do you
4: know that that person actually, well, I mean, you'd
3: have to prove that they were actually fighting against the United Here's the States thing. and not just being forced to well, say I, stuff. It, it doesn't matter if you're fighting against the United States or for the United States. It's illegal to go fight for any foreign country.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but uh, like I said, we, we, I think we would all agree there that, yeah, if you go and fight. Oh, with yeah, ISIS, that's a no brainer. That's a no brainer. You should lose your citizenship. Is that, that's so that's not already a thing? That's a that's And a secondly,
10: Ted Cruz we, we should pass the legislation I think it that, is, I it's do, a that suspends okay. all refugees Treason. from nations that ISIS yeah. or Al Qaeda control yeah, so significant territory. Just last week we saw two Iraqi refugees vetted using the same process the President says will work. That were arrested for ding, being ding. alleged ISIS terrorists. If I am elected president, we will not let in refugees from countries c- controlled by ISIS or Al Qaeda. And when it comes to ISIS, we will not weaken them, we will not degrade them, we will utterly and completely destroy ISIS. It's really
3: hard to destroy an idea. Yeah,
13: and then, yeah. And then what? Then what do you do with the people who step into that? Well, first of all, recognize it it is a substantial problem. But like all of our problems, there isn't a single one that can't be solved, uh, that cannot be solved with common sense. You have that? If only he had (laughs) some. And clearly what we need to do is get a group of experts together. Uh, including people from other countries, some of our friends from Israel, who've had experience yeah. screening these people and come up with some new guidelines obviously for haven't done very well over their screening and for them. visas no. for uh, people who are coming into this country. That's the thing that obviously makes sense. We can do that. And as far as the Syrians are concerned, al Saka province, perfect place. They have infrastructure. All we need to do is protect them. They'll be in their own country. And that's what they told me when I was in Jordan in November. Let's listen to them and let's not listen to our politicians.
9: So it should be clear that both of you do not agree with
7: Mr. So so are we going to ban uh, Muslims from India, from Indonesia, from countries that are strong allies that we need to build better relationships with? Of course not. What we need to do is destroy ISIS. I laid out a plan at the Citadel to do just that. And it starts with creating a no-fly zone and safe zones to make no. sure refugees are there. We need to lead a force, a Sunni-led no. force, inside of Syria. We it's need to embed with the Iraqi military. Muslims, I mean. We need to arm the Kurds directly. We need to reestablish the relationships with the Sunnis. And we need the lawyers off the back of the warfighters. That's how you solve the problem. You don't solve it by big talk where you're banning all Muslims and making it harder for us to build the kind of coalition for us to be successful.
9: Thank you, Governor.
5: Mr. Trump, we are viewed uh, sometimes, as terrorists maybe in the heat of the there. campaign, oh, yeah, you say course, things yeah, and you have to are. dial them back. Last week, the New York Times editorial board quoted you as saying that you would impose up to a 45% tariff on Chinese goods. And that's wrong. They were wrong. It's the New York Times. They're
14: always wrong. Well, <laughs> they were wrong.
5: You never always said it because wrong. they
14: provided I said, the editorial remarks. Board, I would use, they were asking me what to do about North Korea. China, they don't like to tell us, but they have total control just about of North Korea. They can solve the problem of North Korea if they wanted to. But they can't say, well, we're going to do without in China. Without China, North Korea doesn't yeah. even eat. China is ripping us on trade. They're devaluing their currency and they're killing our companies. Thousands and Your thousands. Companies. You look at the number of companies and the number in terms of manufacturing and plants that we've lost 50,000 because of china so now, you never have indicated we've, in on we've their lost anywhere punish- between 4 and 7 million jobs because of china what i said this
0: and and real quick i i hate to defend donald trump here but contrary to popular belief Donald Trump's campaign materials are not made in China. Oh, they're not. No.
3: So was that was that photo faked? Yes. Uh, oh, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. They are not made in China. They are made here in the United States. But
3: what about his Trump clothing line? Uh, I don't know. That's probably Indonesia. That's where I, that's where it was on when they had it on the late night show where it was like, "Hey, I got one of your ties made in Indonesia." Yeah. That's interesting.
14: The unfair trade with China. We're going to have a trade deficit of five hundred and five billion dollars this year with China. A lot of that is because they devalue their currency. What I said to The New York Times is that we have great power, economic power over China. And if we wanted to use that and the amount and where the 45 percent comes in, that would be the amount based on their devaluations that we should get, that we should get. What I'm saying is this. I'm not saying we do it. But if they don't start treating us fairly and stop devaluing and let their currency rise so that our companies can compete and we don't lose all of these millions of jobs that we're losing, I would certainly start taxing goods that come in from China. Who the hell has to lose $505
5: billion a year? I'm sorry, sir. You, you, you lost. But, but
3: you I do you, want to understand. tax the goods that, that come in. It doesn't help the middle class or low class. Yeah. 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 I want to understand.
5: Yeah. 45 percent tariff. You say that was well, that just the means China will tear the money. Are you open to slapping a higher tariff on Chinese goods of any sort? to go back at
14: them. Okay, just so you understand, I know so much about trade with China. Carl Icahn today, as you know, endorsed me. Many businessmen want to endorse me. I know, me. but that's Carl said, no, no, but he's somebody that, these are the kind of people that we should use Understood. to negotiate, Any not tariff? the kind of people that we have who are political hacks who don't know what they're doing and we have problems <laughs> like this. These are the kind political of hacks. we should oh, use don't our don't best try. and our finest. Right, now on that tariff. Now, yes no? No, here's what I'm saying. China... We they send their goods in, we don't tax, they do whatever they want to do, they do whatever they do. Okay. When we do business with China, they tax us. You don't know it. They tax us. I have many friends that deal with China. They can't deal. Number one, they don't want the product. And when they finally get the product, it is taxed. And if you look at what happened with Boeing, and if you look at what happened with so many companies that deal. So, we don't have an equal playing field. I'm saying, absolutely. We don't have to continue to lose $505 billion as a trade deficit for the privilege of dealing with China. I'm a free trader. I believe it. But we have to be smart, and we have to use smart people to negotiate. I have the largest bank in the world as a tenant of mine. I sell tens of millions of dollars. I love China. I love the Chinese people. But they laugh themselves. They can't believe how stupid the American leadership is. He believes yeah. in
0: free trade, but he would put tariffs on yeah, things. Yes, yeah. yeah. not, not free trade. Yeah,
14: do a tariff. I'm totally open to a tariff. If they don't treat us, that's fairly, not free trade. Hey, yeah. Their whole trade thing is tariff. You can't deal in China without tariff. They do it to us. We don't do it. It's not fair trade.
2: Neil, Neil, fair trade, not free trade.
6: Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I'm a free trader. I supported NAFTA. I You're believe in the PTT because it's important. <laughs> those countries in Asia are an interface against China, and uh, we do need China. Donald's right about North Korea. I mean, the fact is, is that they need to put the pressure on. And frankly, we need to intercept ships coming out of North Korea so they don't proliferate all this dangerous material. But what he's touching, talking about, I think, has got merit. And I'm not putting that tariff or whatever he's saying here, but here's what I am saying. <laughs> I'm liking him for tonight. Too long. <laughs> no, for too long, what happens is somebody dumps their product in our country and takes our people's jobs and then we go to an international court and it takes them like a year or two to figure out whether they were cheating us and guess what the workers out of a job so when they f- be found against that country that's selling products in here lower than the cost of what it takes to produce them then what do we tell the worker? Oh, well, you know, it just didn't work out for you. I think we should be for free trade, but I think fair trade. And when countries violate trade agreements or dump products in this country, we need we need to stand up... up against those countries that do that without making them into an enemy. And I want to just suggest Correct. to you, how do I know this? Because so many people in my family worked in steel mills. And they didn't work with a white collar. They worked in a blue collar. And the fact is, those jobs are critical. They're hardworking members of the middle class, and they need to be paid attention to because they're Americans and they carry the load. So let's demand open trade, but fair trade in Let's this just country. carry
12: the
3: load. Let's That's get them equal pay. To do.
12: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Point, let's increase minimum wage. We are all frustrated with what China's doing. I think we need to be very careful with tariffs, and here's why. China doesn't pay the tariff. The buyer pays the tariff. If you send a tie or a shirt made in China into the United States, and an American goes to buy it at the store, and there's a tariff on it, it gets passed on in the price to the consumer. Of course. That's... And
0: why is that a problem? I mean, if why is it a problem that the that the cost gets passed on to the, onto the consumer? Isn't that the market sorting itself out? Yeah. <laughs> well... I mean, if, if the product comes from China... And costs the same as the as a product made in the United States wouldn't just about any American buy the product that's made in the United States if it costs the same as the thing coming from China?
3: Well, I I, I've only had to deal with this once when I bought that British motorcycle, brand new off the showroom floor, and I'm going through all the paperwork to pay for. And like, oh, and here is a thousand dollar import fee. Yeah, I was like, whoa, wait. I'm like, I'm all used to paying like taxes on it where's this $1,000 import fee coming from? I'm like, this just went from, you know, buying a, a $9,000 bike to paying $12,000 for this bike with taxes and fees. on And I'm like, I didn't know that was going to happen. I'm like, yeah, it's a British motorcycle. It's, you got to pay the import fee on it. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck.
12: Yeah. I think the better approach, the best thing we can do to protect ourselves against China economically is to make our economy stronger, which means reversing course from all the damage Barack Obama is doing to this economy. It begins with tax (laughs) reform. Let's not have the most expensive business tax rate in the world. Let's allow companies to immediately expense. It continues regulatory reform. Regulations in it's this country down, are economics control, do not work. the Employment Prevention Agency, the EPA, and all of the rules they continue to impose on our economy and hurting us. How about Obamacare? A certified job killer. It needs to be uh, repealed and replaced. It's not a and certified we need to bring our debt k- under no. control, make our economy stronger. Citation that is needed, the sir. way to deal yeah. with China at the end of the day. Neil, the We're problem
14: getting- with what Marco is saying is that it takes too long. They're sucking us dry, and it takes too long. It would just You absolutely have to get... Involved with China. They are taking so much of what we have in terms of jobs, in terms of money. We just can't do it anymore. That's right.
5: If you put a tariff on the good, it's Americans who pay it. Absolutely. You're looking and, at me?
14: It, it, yeah. Yeah. Prices <laughs> go higher for me.
0: Are you, you looking you at you me? Up?
14: It'll never happen because they'll let their currency go up. They're never going to let it happen. Japan, the same thing. They are devaluing. It's so impossible for you look at Caterpillar Tractor and what's happening with Caterpillar and Komatsu. Komatsu is a tractor company in Japan. Friends of mine are ordering Komatsu tractors now because they've devalued the yen to such an extent that you can't buy a Caterpillar tractor. And we're letting them get away with it, and we can't let them get away with it. And that's why we have to use Carl and we have to use our great business people and not political hacks to negotiate with these here, guys. It's, it's, apart, wait, from, wait, wait. apart
7: from the higher prices on, on consumers and people are living paycheck to paycheck, apart from that, there'll be retaliation. Yeah. So the, the soybean yeah, uh, there will sales be. from Iowa, the entire soybean production, goes the, the equivalent of it goes to China. Or how about Boeing right here within a mile? You think that the Chinese, if they had a 45% tariff imposed on all their imports, wouldn't retaliate and start buying Airbus? Of course they would. This would be devastating for our economy. We need someone with a steady hand being President of the United States.
9: Real quick, Senator. Yeah.
14: Go ahead, Senator Cruz. This,
3: this is one of the times awesome. where I, awesome. I agree with doing we don't a We
14: need a weak
9: person a, being President
3: of the, the United States,
14: okay? <laughs> <laughs> because there that's what we'd get way it. Way. if it were just, je- I'll tell you what, we don't need Come that. On, we don't need Come that. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's, that's essentially what we have now, and we don't need it. And that's why we're in the trouble that we're now. And by the way, Jeff, you mentioned Boeing. Take a look. They order planes. They make Boeing build their plant in China. They don't want them made here. They want those planes made in China. That's not the way the game Thank
9: is President supposed Bush. to be played. Thank you, Mr. Trump. Very briefly. Hey, I, I, my name was ahead. mentioned. My so name was I, mentioned. Uh,
7: the simple fact is, the the, uh, the plane that's being built here is being sold to China. You can, if you you, you flew in with your 767, and you right there, right next to the plant. No,
14: the new planes. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about in the future. They're building massive plants in China because China. Senator does not want Boeing building their planes here. They want to build in China, like the because China shit. happens to be smart the way they do it, not the way we
7: well, do you it. When you head to back Trump. to the airport Thank tonight, you, go check and see. Oh yeah, the I'll, I'll check yeah. for you. Check it out.
2: I'll check for you,
10: <laughs> Senator. Yeah, I'll check briefly. for you, Jeb. Thanks for coming back to me, Maria. Um, both Donald and Jeb have good points and there is a middle ground. Donald is right that China is running over President Obama like he is yeah. a child, that President Obama is not protecting American workers, and we are getting hammered. You know, I sat down with the senior leadership of John Deere. They discussed how, how hard it is to sell tractors in China because all the regulatory barriers, they're protectionist. But Jeb is also right that if we just impose a tariff, they'll put reciprocal tariffs which will hurt Iowa farmers and South Carolina producers, and 20% of the American jobs that depend on exports. So, the way you do it is you pass a tax plan like the tax plan I've introduced a simple oh, flat tax, tax 10% for individuals, and a 16% business a mandatory flat tax. Tithing. You abolish the IRS. <laughs> and here's you still need the point point. IRS if you're going to tax us. <laughs> How are taxes? you going
3: to get you tithing, you
4: fucking Business idiot? A flat
10: tax enables us to abolish the corporate income tax, the death tax, Why the Obamacare taxes, the payroll taxes, and there.
0: A flat tax huh. enables us to in, in, to institute a more regressive tax on lower income families.
4: Yeah, yeah, it enables us to increase taxes on lower, decrease ta- uh, abolish taxes on high income earners, and completely get rid of the IRS. Who? Is going to be doing what, exactly? I mean, oh, I mean yeah. how are you
3: going to get your tithing? You Plus, get idiot. rid of all the taxes that go towards your, your retirement. Yeah. yeah.
10: And health So every export yeah. pays no taxes whatsoever. It's tax-free, a huge advantage for our farmers and ranchers and manufacturers. And every import
4: He's an pays
10: the 16% business flat tax. It's like a tariff, but here's the difference. If we impose a tariff... We don't call China it a tariff. Responds, the business flat tax, they already impose their taxes on us, so there's no reciprocal tariffs that come against us. It puts us on a level even playing field, which brings jobs here at home. And we call President, it something
0: different, fight, and they'll never so we'll
10: know. We've got to get
9: to tax reform, calling. gentlemen. We've got to get to tax reform. Yeah,
3: this isn't a bomb. To the, it's a boom-boom boom tube.
9: As well. <laughs> Coming up next, the growing national debt, the war on crime, tax reform. More from North Charleston, South Carolina. I don't want more from North Carolina.
0: Yeah, Ted Cruz is naive enough to think that if we call it something different, nobody will know. Yeah. If we call it if we call it just a tax over here instead of a tariff, those Chinese little bastards they'll never know what hit
3: them. Yeah, because they're terrible at math. Everybody knows that. (laughs) As we've said before, we're all on board with a flat tax, except that his flat tax is not going to work, and you still need the IRS. I'm not on board with a flat tax either. It's a regressive tax. It it. Takes more
0: money from from people at the lower end of the economic spectrum. I mean, if you have if you have somebody who's making a billion dollars a year, and you tax them at ten percent, that's nothing.
3: To well, them. no, that's not that kind of flat. Like it would have to be staggered, like it is right now. Well, then it's not a flat tax. But if, you, I'm, I'm saying flat tax as far as this is what you pay. Done. You don't do a tax return at the end of the year. You don't get any credit. None of that. Boom. You pay in. That's it. Done.
0: So you're still. So you're talking about a a. a Progressive tax still, where the those at the higher end of the of the economic scale, the pay more in, 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 as a, a, as a as percentage, a percentage wise, but yeah. they have
3: no deductions, no, no deductions, no none of that. It's it's like, hey, you're at the lower level. Okay, you pay your twenty percent, you get all your health care, all your so is all in that. Everything's in that, and guess what? At the end of the year, you don't get a tax rebate, but you also don't gotta file it unless you didn't pay the taxes during the yeah. year. Yeah, and you don't have to pay a tax penalty. Tax penalty enough, if you didn't, because yeah. we're going to take out that percentage out of each and every fucking check. Yeah.
9: three point six trillion. That, that's what I'm on board infrastructure for infrastructure spending by 2020. Here in South Carolina, 11 percent of bridges are considered structurally deficient, costing drivers a billion dollars a year in auto repairs. What is your plan to fix the ailing roads and bridges across the country without?
11: We need a new deal. Yeah. I'm glad you asked it, Maria. Here's, here's our plan. Uh, we've all been talking about tax reform tonight, and paying for infrastructure is caught right up in tax reform. If you reform the corporate tax system in this country, which, as I mentioned before, is the highest rate in the world, and we double tax, as you know, and what that's led to is over $2 trillion of American companies' monies that are being kept offshore because they don't want to pay the second tax, and who can blame them? They pay tax once overseas. They don't want to pay 35% tax on the way back. So, beside reforming that tax code, bringing it down to 25% and eliminating those special interest loopholes that the lobbyists and the lawyers and the accountants have given, bring that rate down to 25%. But also, a one-time repatriation of that money, bring the money, the two trillion, back to the United States. We'll tax it that one time at eight and three-quarter percent, because 35% of zero is zero. But eight and three-quarter percent of two trillion is a lot of money, and I.
0: And why make it eight and three quarter percent? He doesn't explain that at all. It's just no. like, this is a number I, I pulled straight yeah. out of my ass. Well, and and also, did, eight and three quarter percent. I I, yeah. I, I did because a eight and three quarter percent, yeah. percent of, of trillions of dollars is good, but zero percent is, is like nothing. I, I well, did a poll. Thirty five percent of that money is
3: much better, better. than eight point yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than
0: eight and three quarters. So where the fuck do you come up with this number? Yeah. So you
3: can keep more of his money when they come back to the States. <laughs>
11: that money to rebuilding infrastructure here in this country. It would not necessitate us raising any taxes. It would bring the money back into the United States to help build jobs by American companies and get our economy moving again and growing at a much higher rate. And it would rebuild those roads and bridges and tunnels that you were talking about. And, and, And the last piece of this, Marie, is this. You know, the fact is that this president has penalized corporations in America. Penalized. He's penalized. He doesn't penalized. understand that. What that does is hurt hardworking taxpayers you see, middle-class wages go backwards, $3,700, during the Obama administration. That's wrong for hard-working taxpayers How much did they go country. backward during we'd the Bush administration? we rebuild infrastructure in the... yeah. that would also yeah. create jobs in this country, and we'd work with the states to do it the right way, to do it more efficiently and more effectively. And remember this. I'm credible on this for this reason. Americans for Tax Reform says that I've vetoed more tax increases than any governor in American history. We don't need to raise taxes to get this done. We need to make the government run smarter and better and reform this corporate tax system, bring that money back back to the united states to build jobs and rebuild our infrastructure and we need to use it also to protect our grid from terrorists all of those our, things are important oh, yeah. all those things would happen in a Christie administration
3: thank you sir i don't think we need to protect Dr. our grid Carson. from terrorists we need to protect it from fucking storms every time if we get a bad storm my fucking power goes out you know uh, what you know what would be
0: a great solution to repatriating a lot of that money is to say that if you want to bring this in you'll pay zero tax as long as you Build your business and or hire more people or give them more in wages. Yeah. Bring that money back in, improve your business, pay your people more. Can we do a pay cap? That would be good. Pay cap on the CEOs for these companies yeah. who are making three hundred to three thousand times what their average yeah. worker makes. Pay cap. Can I we also that would be good?
4: Can we also tax the churches and let loose that avalanche of money that's the billions of dollars that's been yeah. hoarded away? Mm, yeah.
0: That would also be very good.
2: Can we cut it is true, the military US budget? These have
9: 2 yes. trillion dollars of cash pay. sitting overseas right now.
2: That no, can I don't be think used that's... for
9: investment and jobs in America. Also, several companies right now are pursuing mergers to move their corporate headquarters abroad and take advantage of much lower taxes. What will you do to stop the flow of companies building cash away from America and those leaving America altogether?
13: Well, I would uh, suggest a fair tax. Sorry, system. who for 16 and that's months? What, what we have yeah. <laughs> proposed: a flat tax uh, for everybody. No exemptions, no deductions, no shelters, because some people have a better capability of taking advantage of those things than others. You're a dummy. You know, and, and then the other thing we have yeah, to do is stop are way spending off on so much money. Be, yeah, um, you know, I my my mother taught me this. You know, she only had a third grade education. But, oh then it's probably going you know, to be a for President I mean <laughs> well, she Well, he's would got drive a Ford car until it wouldn't make a sound and then gather up all her coins and buy a new car. Uh, in fact, if my mother were secretary of treasury, we would not be in a deficit situation. Wow. But uh, you know, <laughs> right, the, the, right. the fact of the matter is That many coins in her you know, car. <laughs> if we fix the taxation system, make it absolutely oh, fair wow. and get rid of all of the con- incredible uh, regulations because every regulation uh. is a tax. No, it's, no, it's not on goods and services, stupid. and it's the most regressive tax that there is. You know, when you go into the store and buy a box of uh, laundry detergent and the price has gone up, you know, 50 cents because of regulations, a poor person notices that. A rich person does not.
0: Which is exactly why we need a progressive tax system, yes. not a flat tax, you stupid exactly. shit. Exactly, exactly. Because rich people don't notice if 50% of their billion dollar fucking profits are gone, but a, a poor person notices for sure if 50% of their fucking pay is taken. Yeah. Yeah, when they already can't afford to live.
13: Notice us that when they get to the cash register and everything is costing more money. And we are killing our, our, our people like this. And Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton will say, it's those evil rich people. It's not the evil rich people. It's the evil government that is that is putting all no. these regulations on us. It's so the we, evil rich people. It's the, government, the government of
14: which Anderson. you want to be a part. Maria, Maria, what you were talking about just now is called corporate inversion. It's one of the biggest problems our country has. Right now, corporations, by the thousands are thinking of leaving our country. With the jobs, leave them behind. They're leaving because of taxes, but they're also leaving because they can't get their money back in. And everybody agrees, Democrats and Republicans, that it should come back in, but they can't get along, they can't even make a deal. Here's a case, they both agree, they can't make a deal. We have to do something. Corporate inversion is one of the biggest problems we have. So many companies are going to leave our country.
9: Which is why we raise it. Senator Senator Rubio, thank you, Mr. Trump. Thank you. One of the biggest fiscal challenges facing our country... ...is our entitlement programs, particularly uh, Social Security and Medicare. It's
3: not an entitlement. I what pay policies into it. What
9: will you put forward yeah. to make sure these programs are more financially secure?
12: Well, first let me address the tax issue because it's related to the entitlement issue. And I want to thank you for holding yeah, a subject to of 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 the, the tax where we can have debates about these it. key issues on taxes. Yep. Here's the one thing I'm not going to do. I'm not going to have something that Ted described in his tax plan. It's called a value-added tax. It is a tax you find in many companies in Europe... Where basically businesses now will have to pay a tax both on the money they make, but they also have to pay taxes on the money they pay their employees. And that's why they have it in Europe, because it's a way to blindfold the people. That's what Ronald Reagan said. Ronald Reagan opposed the VAT tax because he said it was a way to blindfold the people so the true cost of government was not there for them. Because he
4: knows everything. Now, you
12: you you can support one now that's very low, but what is to prevent a future liberal president or liberal Congress from coming back and not just raising the income tax, but also raising that VAT tax? And that VAT tax is really bad for seniors because seniors, if they are retired, are no longer learning or earning an income from a job. They're no longer learning. they don't get the income tax break. But their prices are going to be higher because the VAT tax is embedded in both the prices that businesses are charging and in the wages they pay their employees. When I am President of the United States, I'm going to side with Ronald Reagan on this and not Nancy Pelosi, and we are not having a VAT tax. You're going to
0: raise taxes? Is that what you're saying? Ronald Reagan raised taxes. It's
12: funny that they
4: love Reagan because he was 1981's Trump. A washed up, terrible actor yeah. who wasn't uh, even a politician is who made president.
10: The tax in my proposal <laughs> is not a VAT. A VAT is imposed as a sales tax when you buy a good. This is a business flat tax. It is imposed on businesses. And a critical piece that Marco seems to be missing is that this 16% business flat tax enables us to eliminate the corporate income tax. It goes away. It enables us to eliminate the death tax. If you're a farmer, if you're a rancher, if you're a small business owner, the death tax is gone. We eliminate the payroll tax. We eliminate the Obamacare taxes. And listen, there's a real difference between Marco's tax plan and mine. Mine gives every American a simple flat tax of 10%. Yep. Marco's top tax rate is 35%. My tax plan enables you to fill out your taxes on a postcard so we can abolish the IRS. Where would you send that postcard, shithead?
3: Not to the IRS, apparently.
10: Are you going to send it to your mom? Is she going to fill out your fucking taxes and send it into the government? We're going to send it to the
3: SRI. Dumb motherfucker. (laughs)
10: the IRS code in with all of the complexity. We need to break the Washington cartel, and the only way to do it is end all the subsidies and all the mandates and have a simple flat tax. And the final observation, he invoked Ronald Reagan. I would note... That Art Laffer, Ronald Reagan's chief economic advisor, has written publicly that my simple flat tax is the best tax plan of any of the individuals no. on this stage because it produces economic growth, it raises because that wages, do it helps math Yeah, yeah. From anyone the very on that
3: stage to the very with rich. his tax very plan, the government would collect less taxes. Because. Yes.
12: First of all, you may rename the IRS, but you're not going to abolish the IRS because there has to be some agency that's going to collect your VAT tax. Yep. Thank Someone's you Someone's going much. to be collecting this tax. Yep. Number, in fact, Ronald Reagan's treasury, when Ronald Reagan's treasury looked at the VAT tax, you know what they found? That they were going to have to hire 20,000 new IRS agents to collect it. The second point, it doesn't eliminate the corporate tax or the payroll tax. Businesses will now have to pay 16% on the money they make. They will also have to pay 16% on the money they pay their employees. So there are people watching tonight in business. If you are now hit on a 60% tax on both your income and on the wages you pay your employees, where are you going to get that money from? You're going to get it by paying your employees less and charging your customers more. That is a tax. The difference is you don't see it on the bill. And that's why Ronald Reagan said that it was a blindfold. You blindfold the American people so they cannot see the true cost of government. Now, 16% is what the rate Ted wants it at. But what happens if, God forbid, the next Barack Obama takes over and the next Nancy Pelosi? So a total of a 32% tax rate. That's so bad. 30% plus. We're going to raise the income tax the 30%. Now you got Europe. We're not Maria, doing that one. Oh, no. I would we rather have, have Europe. Yeah. 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 yeah,
4: oh no, not I Europe. Said, yeah. the, to,
12: I would yeah. get to keep
4: I'm more gonna money in my back pocket was Europe. The continent that has all the best examples
11: of government. To actually answer the question you asked, which was on entitlements. Do you remember that, everybody? This was a question on entitlements. And the reason now you already had your chance, Marky and Boole. to said he said my name. The fact he said is my the name. Why, the, the, fact is, the fact is, the reason why that no one wants to answer entitlements up here is because it's hard. It's a hard problem, and I'm the only one up on this stage who, back in April, put forward a detailed entitlement reform plan that will save over one trillion dollars, save Social Security, save Medicare, and avoid this. Avoid what Hillary Rodham Clinton will do to you, because what she will do is come in and she will raise Social Security taxes. Bernie Sanders has already said it, and she is just one or two more poll drops down from even moving further left than she's moved already to get to the left of Bernie on this. We have (laughs) seniors out there who are scared to death because this Congress... This one that we have right now just stole $150 billion from the Social Security Retirement Fund to to give it to the Social Security Disability Fund. A Republican Congress did that. And the fact is, it was wrong. And they, can, they consorted with Barack Obama to steal from Social Security. We need to reform Social Security. Mine's the only plan that saves over a trillion dollars.
13: And that's why I'm asking your, answering your question.
9: Thank you, Governor. Thank
13: the you government know. should not be allowed Could to borrow against Social one Security. A no. quick thing, and I just I just want to say... Uh, you know oh, last week we released that our campaign head wake up too and multiple <laughs> reputable uh journals reputable. including the Wall Street Journal said ours is the best just want to get that out multiple there reputable Carson,
9: coming. Up. how would the candidates we'll, protect we'll, America? We'll,
13: we'll get rid
3: of the question here. You all have the best. You all had the best economic <laughs> plans. They're all the best. Then <laughs> I'll scratch you behind the ear and rub Who's your belly. Who's got the best economic
4: plan? Well, yes, you well, do. I'll well, give you
3: a yes, chew you toy. toy. I know
4: mine's the best because I heard it from multiple rapidable. Let's <laughs> get right to the questions. <laughs>
5: uh.
9: Mr. Trump. Your net worth is in the multi-billions of dollars and have an ongoing, thriving hotel and real estate business. Yeah, for now. Are you planning on putting your assets in a blind trust? declared bankruptcy four times. With such yeah. vast wealth, how difficult will it be for you to disentangle yourself from your business and your money and prioritize America's interests first?
14: I thought this was good. Well, it's an interesting question because I'm very proud of my company. As you too know, I built a very great company. But... If I become president, I couldn't care less about my company. It's yeah, peanuts right. I want to make. I want to use that same up here, whatever it may be, to make it's America peanuts. rich again. and to make- <laughs> The same
0: up here points to his head, whatever yeah. it may be, horse dung, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to do whatever I can to make this country great yeah, again. I'm not, I think it's I'm, actually dead raccoons. <laughs> I'm not buying this for a second from him. So, So he's about to say that, yes, he would set up he, he would transfer his companies to a blind trust, but he would put his kids in charge the of the blind and trust. And he would step back and just let them do whatever. But yeah, I don't I, I don't fucking... Happening. I don't trust that for a second.
14: America, great again. I have Ivanka and Eric and Don sitting there. Run the company, kids. Have a good time. I'm going to do it for America. <laughs> so I would, I would be willing to do it. So you'll put your assets in
9: a blind trust?
14: I would put it in a blind trust. Well... I don't know if it's a blind trust if Ivanka, Don, and Eric run it, but is that a blind trust? I don't know. But I would. I'm a businessman. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't don't trust ever no one. be involved because I wouldn't care about anything. But our country, anything. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Pander, pander, Kevin pander. Governor
5: Christie, uh, going back to your U.S. attorney days, you have been praised by both parties as certainly a tough law and order guy. So I wonder what you make of recent I didn't know he was on statistics, TV. sir, that show violent <laughs> crime <laughs> has been spiking, sometimes by double-digit rate, in 30 cities. Across the country, Milwaukee's police chief Ed Flynn says most local law enforcement officials feel abandoned by Washington. Former NYC police chief Ray Kelly says that police are well, being less proactive because Milwaukee being also got abandoned by their state and second-guess and they're afraid of being uh, sued or thrown in jail. Uh, what
11: would you do as police? Yeah, like they to ever go to jail? Well, first off, let's face it. The FBI director, Jim Comey, who's a friend of mine who I worked with as U.S. attorney in New Jersey, he was the U.S. attorney in Manhattan, he said it. There's a chill wind blowing through law enforcement in this country, and here's why. The President of the United States and both his attorneys general, they give cell the phone benefit cameras. of the doubt to the criminal, That's why. not to the police officer. That's,
0: That's how the fucking law works, asshole. You give the benefit of the doubt to the person you're accusing yep. of a crime. That's yep. how our system hey. of government and, judici- and judicial... Pro- ju- Jurispr- I, <laughs> Jurisprudence. I, I've, yeah, I've Jurisprudence, been through the system. Yeah. I can tell
4: you, it don't work that way. No, it does not. <laughs> no, it does not. And I don't. I don't know what the fuck they think they're talking about. Where, oh, we don't feel like we could do anything because we're scared to get prosecuted and go to jail. Yeah, you should be scared of that when you commit crimes. Yeah. The problem is, now we yes. have cameras, and that's why it's all coming to the <laughs> forefront. They've been doing this for centuries. Yeah, This is nothing new, through law it's enforcement just that now in this country, Here's
11: why. The President of the United States and both his attorneys general, they give the benefit of the doubt to the criminal, they not to the, that's the yeah. police officer. That's, that's the, the law. That's the truth of the matter. And that's you see the law. it every time with this president. Oh, he's a prosecutor. Every though. time he's got a chance. Yeah. Going all the way back to remember that great beer summit he had after he messed up that time. Um, This is a guy who just believes that law enforcement are the bad guys. Now, I, for seven years, was a U.S. attorney in New Jersey. I worked hard with not only federal agents, but with police officers. And here's the problem sanctuary cities is part of the problem in this country. That's where crime is happening in these cities where they don't enforce the immigration law. And this president turns his back. This president doesn't enforce the marijuana laws in this country because he doesn't agree with them. And he allows states to go ahead and do whatever they want on a substance that's illegal. This president allows... Dude,
0: you know what? fuck you man so he yeah he he. i mean he moves from one non sequitur to another and talks about weed talks about obama not caring about enforcing enforcing the laws when chris christie is is a states rights guy yeah, yeah. these are these are yeah. laws passed in yeah. the states and yeah. now he's saying well no when the states say something that i disagree with at a federal level well then i would have to say no yeah
4: and and also um yeah sorry i mean I, I don't know where your brain is if if you're focused more on the fact that Obama is disregarding piddly little marijuana laws and focusing his attention on the slaughter of our children.
0: Yeah, on the big issues instead of
3: who's getting high. Well, and then again, we've got simple marijuana, and then we've got basically you can get cocaine from your doctor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Chris Christie's all about states' rights, except, as I said, when, when I don't it agree comes with to something that he doesn't agree well, with. Well,
3: it's like when they say we got, like, with uh, the Supreme Court. Like, uh, I don't agree with that. That's a activist judge in there.
0: And... Yeah, a federal
3: decision to legalize gay marriage. No, 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 no.
0: Oh, we should leave no, that to that's states.
4: Legislating from the bench, except for when it was hobby-like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. except for when it's something they agree with.
0: Yep. Yeah.
11: This president doesn't enforce the marijuana laws in this country because he doesn't agree with them. And he allows states to go ahead and do whatever they want on a substance that's illegal. This president allows lawlessness throughout this country. Here's what I would do, Neil. I would appoint an attorney general and I would have one very brief conversation with that attorney general. I'd say, general... Enforce the law against everyone (laughs) justly, fairly, and aggressively. Make our streets safe again. Make our police officers proud of what they do. But more important than that, let them know how proud we are of them. We do that. This country will be safe and secure again, not only from criminals, (laughs) but from the terrorists who take the to the stage who's done that. And we will get it done as president of the United States.
5: Thank you, Governor. Governor Kasich is someone who has to that, deal that's, that's, those with the kinds
3: controversial kinds. Of police shootings. Oh, there it is. Three, four, three, four,
0: three. Little uh, little interruption there from from the peanut gallery assembled. It's a it's a small group of protesters shouting "We want Rand, Rand" because Rand Paul was not allowed on the main stage, and then said that he would not participate yep. in the kids' table debate.
5: Oh, right. <laughs> All right. You've had to deal with controversial... Why, you wore a red tie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you've had to deal with controversial shootings in your own state. What do you, you make of Chicago's move recently to sort of retrain police? Maybe make them not so quick to use their guns. Well, I, I, I created a task a bad force thing? Uh,
12: well yeah. over a
6: year ago. And the purpose was to bring law enforcement, community people, um, clergy, and the... The person that I named as one of the co-chairmen is a lady by the name of Nina Turner, a former state senator, a liberal democrat, actually ran against one of my friends, and our head of public safety. And they sat down as a group trying to make sure that we can begin to heal some of these problems that we see between community and police. And they came back with 23 recommendations. One of them is, is a statewide use of deadly force. And it is now being put into place every place across the state of Ohio. Secondly, Wait, what? a policy Using on recruiting force? and hiring and then more I'm resources sorry, I, I for,
0: tuned out there for a, second. a Let me statewide use of a yeah.
6: state senator, a liberal Democrat, That's the way actually he phrased ran against it. one of my friends and our head of public safety. And they sat down as a group trying to make sure that we can begin to heal some of these problems that we see between community and police. And they came back with 23 recommendations. One of is is a statewide use of deadly force, and it is now being put into place every place across the state of Ohio. Se-
0: I'm guessing he means when they can use deadly force.
4: Yeah, some 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 sort of action involving deadly the use of deadly force. Yeah. But it, he made it sound like we're going to we're going to implement we're going to implement the force. use of deadly force <laughs> all across Ohio. It's going to do wonders and for and race relations. Resources
6: for uh, for tra- for uh, training. But let me also tell you, one of the issues has got to be the integration of both community and police. Community has to understand that that police officer wants to get home in, at night and uh, not not to lose their life. <laughs> oh, their sorry, family's waiting sorry, for them. Sorry, at I'll the same let him time, law enforcement understands quick, there are people in the community Jesus, who not we all only think that home. the system doesn't work for them, but works against them. See, in Ohio, we've had some controversial decisions, but the leaders have come forward to realize that protest is fine, but violence is wrong. And it has been a remarkable situation in our state. And as president of the United States, it's all about communication, folks. It's all about getting people to listen to one another's problems. And when you do that, you will be amazed at how much progress you can make and how much healing we can have because folks at the end of the day
0: as long as we keep the muslims out everything will be fine yes yeah, well, sir i mean and the as other, long as we don't allow them to have a voice that should be fine
4: well and the other thing is he's saying the same thing about black people yeah. as long as you don't have a voice you just sit there and shut the fuck up about what's happening Protests are okay, but not riots, not violence. And I'm, I, look, I'm not trying to say riots and violence are okay, but the fact is, when they're not being heard, what the fuck else is going to happen? They're being murdered all the time by police. Yeah. What are they supposed to do?
0: Yeah, riots are the voice of the voiceless. Yeah. Yeah, so
6: in, in essence, healed. he's telling them
4: to shut up. I've heard the a lot of up. hot rhetoric
6: yeah. here tonight, but I got to tell you, somebody that actually passed a budget that paid down a half a trillion dollars of our national debt.
3: And most of these protests do don't turn into riots until large together. amounts of police force show up. Yeah.
6: Ding ding, time to shut the fuck up. We can solve shut these the problems up. that hurt us and heal America. And that is what's so critical for our neighborhoods, our families, our children, and our grandchildren.
10: Thank Senator you.
9: Under current law, the U.S. is on track to issue more new permanent immigrants on green cards over the next five years than the entire population of South Carolina. The well, that's CEO not a whole lot. Says your 2013 immigration bill would have increased green card holders by another 10 million over 10 years. Why are you so interested in opening up borders to foreigners when American workers have a hard enough time finding work?
0: And here Rubio goes on the attack against Ted Cruz and no. provides a laundry list of flip-flops by Ted Cruz which is just it's beautiful. Awesome.
12: This is an issue that's been debated now for 30 years. And for 30 years, the issue of immigration has been about someone who's in this country. Maybe they're here illegally, but they're looking for a job. This issue is not that about that anymore. First and foremost this issue has to be now more than anything else about keeping America safe. And here's why. There is a radical jihadist group that is manipulating our immigration system and not just no, green they're, cards. They're looking they're recruiting people to enter this country as doctors and engineers and even fiancés. They understand the vulnerabilities we have on the southern border. They're looking they're yeah, looking to uh, manipulate our the visa waiver countries to get people into the United States. So our number one priority must now become ensuring that ISIS cannot get killers into the United States. So whether it's green cards or any other form of entry into America, when I'm president, if we do not know who you are or why you are coming, you are not going to get into the United States of America.
9: So your thinking has changed.
12: The issue is a dramatically different issue than it was 24 months ago. 24 months ago, 36 months ago, you did not have a group of radical crazies named ISIS who were burning people in cages and recruiting people to enter our country legally. They have a sophisticated understanding of our legal immigration system, and we now have an obligation to ensure that they are not able to use that system against us. The entire system of legal immigration must now be re-examined for security, first and foremost, with an eye on ISIS, because they're recruiting people to enter this country as engineers, posing as doctors, posing as refugees. We know this for a fact. They've contacted trafficking networks in the Western Hemisphere to get people in through the southern border, and they got a killer in San Bernardino in posing as a fiancé. This issue is now has to be stopped stopping the ISIS in in the United States, and when I'm president, we will. Thank you, Senator. But Maria... Maria.
10: Radical Islamic terrorism was not invented 24 months ago. 24 months ago, we had al-Qaeda, we had Boko Haram, we had Hamas, we had Hezbollah, we had Iran putting operatives in South America and Central America. It's the reason why I stood with Jeff Sessions and Steve King and led the fight to stop the Gang of Eight amnesty bill, because it was clear then, Jeff like it's clear Sessions now, King, that border security is national security. Thanks, Senator. But Maria it, is, it is also the case...
3: Wasn't King one of the guys one member? of the
10: things it did it? is it expanded barack obama 's power Maybe. to let in Syrian refugees. It enabled him the president to certify them in mass without mandating meaningful background checks. I think that 's a mistake that 's why i 've been leading the fight to stop it and I would note the Senate just a few weeks ago voted to suspend refugees from Middle Eastern countries. I voted yes to suspend that. Marco voted on the other side. So you don't get to say we need to secure the borders and at the same time try to give Barack Obama more authority to allow Middle Eastern refugees coming in when the head of the FBI tells us they cannot vet them to
12: determine if they are ISIS terrorists. And, here and Maria, comes let me clear something list. up here. This is an interesting <laughs> point when you talk about immigration. Ted Cruz, you used to say you supported doubling the number of green cards. Now you say that you're against it. You used to support a 500% increase in the number of guest workers. Now you say that you're against it. You You used to support legalizing people that were here illegally. Now you say you're against it. You used to say that you were in favor of birthright citizenship. Now you say that you are against it. And by the way, it's not just on immigration. You used to support TPA. Now you say you're against it. I saw you on the Senate floor flip your vote on crop insurance because they told you it would help you in Iowa. And last <laughs> week we all <also laughs> saw you flip your vote on <laughs> down in Iowa for the same reason. That is not consistent conservatism. That is political calculation. Yep. When I'm president, I will work consistently every single day to keep this country safe, not call Edward Snowden, Snowden as you did, a great public servant. Edward Snowden is a traitor. And if no. I am president and we get our hands on him, he is standing trial for really? treason. And yeah, one, more point, right. one more point. One more point. One more point. Every single time that there has been a defense bill in the Senate, three people team up to vote against it. Bernie Sanders, Rand Paul, and Ted Cruz. In fact, the only budget you have ever voted for, Ted, in your entire time in the Senate is a budget from Rand Paul that brags about how it cuts defense. Here's the bottom line, and I'll close with this. If I'm president of the United States and Congress tries to cut the military, I will veto that in a millisecond.
10: I'm going to get a response to that, Neil There's no way he launches very 11 quick, attacks very quick. I'm going to, He had no fewer than 11 attacks there so I, get 11 I appreciate your dumping your OPPO research folder on, on the debate no, it's your state, record. But, but I will say no, <laughs> Half of the things Marco said are flat out false they're No, They're absolutely not. false no. so let's, start, let's start with immigration Let's start with immigration and have a little bit of clarity Marco stood with Chuck Schumer and Barack Obama on amnesty. I stood with Jeff Sessions and Steve King. Marco stood today, standing on this stage, Marco supports legalization and citizenship for 12 million illegals. Oh, well, your I Reagan did that. I opposed and oppose legalization and citizenship. And by the way, the attack he keeps throwing out on the military budget, Marco knows full well I voted for his amendment to increase military spending to $697 billion. Whoa. Said, he said it in the last debate. It's simply not true. And as right, president, I will look, rebuild gentlemen. the military and keep this country safe. All right, safe. we have to stop. I, I know you have there. Yeah,
3: and then again, that, that. that buys us like
10: governor Bush 10 F-35s. years
5: 35 grip this country, obviously, and you touched on it earlier since the San Bernardino attacks. Since our last debate, the national conversation has changed according to Facebook data as well. Now, this first graphic shows the issues that were most talked about right before those attacks and now after. The issues of Islam, Homeland Security, and ISIS now loom very large. The FBI says Islamic radicals are using social media to communicate and that it needs better access to communication. Now, the CEO of Apple, Governor Tip Cook, says, unless served with a warrant, private communication is private, period. Do you agree or would you try to convince him otherwise? I would try
7: to convince him otherwise, but this last... Back and forth between two sen- backbench senators. You know, it back explains bench, why we have the mess in senators? Washington, D.C.
3: Well, Rubio we is kind of known for
7: that not will voting. fix our immigration laws and stick with it, not bend with the wind. The simple fact is one of the ways, Maria, to solve the problem you described is narrow the number of people coming by family petitioning to what every other country has so that we have the best and the brightest that come to our country. We need to control the border. We need to do all of this in a comprehensive way, not just going back and forth and talking Would about you stuff. you
5: answered this question. Oh, I'll talk about that, too. But you <laughs> haven't asked me a
7: question in a while, Neil, so I thought I'd get that off my chest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: so Tim Cook, the, so now, Tim Cook got is, is going
7: to keep it private. I got that. And the the problem today is there's no confidence in Washington, DC. There needs to be more than just one meeting. There needs to be complete dialogue with the large technology companies. They understand that there's a national security risk. We ought to give them a little bit of a liability relief so that if they share data amongst themselves and share data with the federal government, they're they're not fearful of a lawsuit. We need to make sure that we keep the country safe. This is the first priority. The cybersecurity challenges that we face, this administration has failed us completely. Compl-
0: he just basically said that he's going to give companies amnesty for, for sharing s- their customers' private yeah. data with the For government. spying. Yeah. Yeah, well, we we can't get we can't get these spying tools that we want passed legally. So we'll just force the companies to give yeah. us their information.
3: Which isn't that what Snowden blew wide open—the fact that the government was illegally spying on yeah. its citizens. Yeah, which is a whistleblower. Just but, the
7: hacking of OPM, yeah. but that is that is just shameful. Twenty-three million files in the hands of the Chinese. So it's not just the the governments out the private.
0: The OPM was hacked because. Republican policies have, have underfunded what our agencies need to protect themselves from
3: being hacked. Yeah. You fucking shithead. And I wasn't too worried about so like, well,
7: government.
3: What are they going to get of mine? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't Chinese. got nothing for you to take. So
7: it's not just the, the out I mean, the, the private sector uh, companies. It's also our own government that needs to raise the level of our game. We should put the NSA in charge of the civilian side of this as well. That expertise no, we needs absolutely to spread should all not. across the government. And there needs to be much more cooperation but with our private sector. But it's
5: telling you no, Mr. President.
7: You've got to keep asking. You've got to keep asking, because this is a hugely important issue. If you can encrypt messages, ISIS can, over these platforms, and we have no ability to, to have a cooperative relationship. So do you relationship? ask or do you order? Well, if the law would change, yeah. I think there has to be well, a, is it? a recognition that if we if we are too punitive, then you'll go to other other uh, technology companies outside the United States. And oh. what we want to do is to control this. We also want to dominate so a foreign this from the commercial to, side. Yeah, so there's a lot of balance interests. But the president leads in this regard. That's what we need. We need leadership. Someone who has a backbone and sticks with things rather than just talks about them as though anything matters when you're talking about amendments that don't even actually are part of a bill that ever passed. Instead
3: of having a president say, don't worry, I won't spy on you. He wants to have the president say, no, I'm going to fucking spy on you, whether it comes from inside our country or outside the country. So fuck you. We're going to spy on everything you fucking do. Yeah. We'll force all of our private
0: companies to turn over your information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's how shit
3: gets done. Yeah. What's the, what's the Fourth Amendment? No legal search and seizure? Yeah.
9: yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Protection against statements. legal search. Yeah.
9: 60 seconds each. Governor John Kasich, we begin with you.
6: Oh, six, Well, you know, in, in our country, oh, there are a lot of seconds. people... That was, that was Carson. So they, they just don't have the power. Uh, you know, they feel like if, if they don't have a lobbyist, if they're not wealthy, that somehow they don't get to play... But all of my career, uh, you know, having been raised in a, by a, a mailman father whose father was a coal miner who died a black lung and was losing his <laughs> eyesight, or a mother whose mother could barely speak English. You see, all of my career, I've by thought
3: about giving father, voice to the people that I is. grew up
6: with and voice to the people that elected me. Whether it's welfare reform and getting something back for the hard-earned taxpayers, whether it's engaging in Pentagon reform and taking on the big contractors that were charging thousands of dollars for hammers and screwdrivers and ripping us off or whether it's uh, taking on the the special interests in the nursing home industry in Ohio so that mom and dad can have the ability to stay in their own home rather than being forced in a nursing home look that's who I stand up for that's who's in my mind's eye and if you really want to believe that you can get your voice back I will tell you as I have all my career I will continue to fight for you because you're the ones that built this country and will carry it into the future. Thank you.
0: So I allowed John Kasich to get away with it before poisoning the well, but I'm going to shit all over everybody else who's done this, right? <laughs> so, so John Kasich's closing remarks were basically, my family was poor, so I want to give back to those in need by taking away welfare programs yeah, for the yeah, poor. Yeah. And coming up will be Jeb Bush, who basically says, I have plans. They're good. Vote for me.
7: <laughs> Who can you count on to keep us safer, stronger, and freer? Results count. And as governor, I pushed Florida up to the top in terms of jobs, income, and small business growth.
3: And crazy news Detailed plans
7: count. And I believe that the plan I've laid out to destroy ISIS before the tragedies of San Bernardino and Paris are the right ones. Credibility counts. There will be people here that will talk about what they're going to do. I've done it. I ask for your support to build together a safer and stronger America.
0: I have plans. They're good. Vote for me. (laughs) (laughs) They're secret plans. Just trust me. Coming up is Chris Christie. I summed up his with, I love this country, but everybody else hates it. Obama lives
3: in a fantasy land. I just want to call him Chris Christie. Governor
9: Chris Christie.
11: Maria Neal, thank you for a great debate tonight. When I think about the folks who are out there at home tonight watching, and I think about what they had to watch this week, the spectacle they had to watch at the floor of the House of Representatives, with the President of the United States who talked a fantasy land about the way they're feeling. They know that this country is not respected around the world anymore. They know that this country is pushing the middle class, the hardworking taxpayers backwards. And they saw a president who doesn't understand their pain. Uh, and doesn't have any plan for getting away from it. I love this country. It's the most exceptional country the world has ever known. That's not we true We need either. someone to fight for those people. We need a fighter for this country they again. They give them the pay they deserve. my whole life fighting. Fighting for things that I believe in. Fighting for justice and to protect people from crime and terrorism. Fighting to stand up for folks who have not had enough and need an opportunity to get more. And to stand up and fight against the special interests. But here's the best way that we're gonna make America much more exceptional. It is to make sure we put someone on that stage in September who will fight Hillary Clinton and make sure she never ever gets in the White House again. I am the man who can bring us together to do that, and I ask for your vote The
0: only thing you've fought is the urge to eat another fucking crawler <laughs> <laughs> I think he lost so Chris Christie, I love this country, but everybody else, everybody else hates it. Obama lives in a fantasy land. Next up is Ben Carson. traditional politics bad, we the people good <laughs>
13: You know, in recent travels around this country, I've encountered so many Americans who are discouraged and angry as they watch our freedom, our security, and the American dream slipping away under an unresponsive government that is populated by bureaucrats and special interest groups. We're not going to solve this problem with traditional politics. The only way we're going to solve this problem is with we, the people. And I ask you to join me (laughs) in truth, in honesty, and integrity. (laughs) BenCarson.com. We will heal, (laughs) inspire, and revive America for our children. And you can buy my book there if you want to. So again,
0: traditional politics bad, we, the people good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Up next is Marco Rubio. 200 years ago, our government was founded on a principle that we don't need a government.
1: <laughs>
0: Obama wants to make America like the rest of the world. Also, Hillary Clinton bad. Uh.
12: <laughs> oh, yeah. Send a Rubio. You know, 200 years ago, America was founded on this powerful principle that our rights don't come from government. Our rights <laughs> come from God.
3: No. That's oh, why God. we embraced
12: free enterprise. And it made us the most prosperous people in the history of the world. That's why we embraced individual liberty, and we became the freest people ever. Except and the result that was the away. American miracle. But now as I travel the country, people say what I feel. This country is changing. It feels different. Oh, we feel rash. like we're being left behind yeah. and left out, and the reason is simple. Because in 2008, we elected as president someone who wasn't interested in fixing America. We elected someone as president who wants to change America. Who wants to make it more like the rest of the world. And so he undermines the Constitution. And he undermines free enterprise by expanding government. And he betrays our allies and cuts deals with our enemies and guts our military. And that's why 2016 is a turning point in our history. If we elect Hillary Clinton, the next four years will be worse than the last eight. And our children will be the first Americans ever to inherit a diminished country. But if we elect the right person, if you elect me, we will turn this country around. We will reclaim the American dream. And this nation will be stronger and greater than it has ever been.
2: Wow. So 200 years
0: ago, our government was founded on a principle that we don't need a government. Yeah. Obama no. wants to make America like the rest of the so, world And Hillary
3: Clinton is bad So why did we make a government 200 years ago If it was based on the fact <laughs> that we didn't need a government
0: Up next we have Ted Cruz <laughs> yeah. Benghazi oh. War, war, war oh. Radical Islamic terrorism Murder, political correctness oh, I can't
2: wait
14: <laughs> Senator Ted Cruz
10: 13 hours Tomorrow morning A new movie will debut. Yeah. About the incredible bravery of the men fighting for their lives in Benghazi and the politicians that abandoned them. I want to speak...
4: Because Hollywood to all is fighting men true. and women, I want yeah. to speak
10: to all the moms and dads whose sons and daughters are fighting for this country and the incredible sense of war, betrayal. War, war. When you have a commander-in-chief who will not even speak the name of our enemy, radical Islamic terrorism, when you have a commander-in-chief who sends $150 billion to the Ayatollah Khamenei who's responsible for murdering hundreds That's of our servicemen and women. I want to speak to all of those maddened by political correctness <laughs> where Hillary Clinton apologizes ...for saying all lives matter. This will end. It will end on January 2017, and you if will I am elected president to every soldier and again. sailor and airman and marine, and to every police officer and firefighter and first responder who risks their lives to keep us safe... I don't trust you. ...I will have your yeah. back.
3: I call bullshit.
0: So Ted Cruz,
10: Benghazi, mm. war, war, war,
3: yeah.
0: radical Islamic terrorism, murder, political correctness... <laughs> Lastly, we turn to Donald Trump. Construction workers are tough, but half of them cry when Iranian wise guys point guns at our soldiers. (laughs) What? (laughs) Make me president and we will win because we're losers right now. (laughs) Sounds like it, yeah.
9: Mr. Donald Trump.
14: I stood yesterday with 75 construction workers. They're tough, they're strong, they're great people. Half of them had tears pouring down their face. (laughs) They were watching the humiliation of our young 10 sailors sitting on the floor with their knees in a begging position, their hands up, and Iranian wise guys having (laughs) (laughs) guns to their heads. Oh It was a terrible sight. A terrible sight. And the only reason we got them back is because we owed them, with a stupid deal, $150 billion. If I'm president, there won't be stupid deals anymore. We will make America great again. We will win on everything (laughs) we do. Thank you. you. Construction workers
0: are tough, but half of them cry when Iranian wise guys point guns at our soldiers. Make me president and we will win because we're losers right now. Yep. And that wraps up the debate for for this evening. Fuck cockery. (laughs) <laughs> I, oh. I I mentioned it earlier. I I hated watching this by myself and taking these notes, but the notes were very helpful much fun yeah. to go yeah. over as we were watching it. And watching it with you guys, I feel much better about it.
3: I don't want to. I don't want <sighs> I don't want to kill like sea lions when watching with you guys and make <laughs> like moccasins or whatever.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't. I don't want to carry a billy club and go around bashing in the heads of.
3: Cute little animals. Although I have heard the warmest pair of gloves you can get in the world are made from sea lion skin.
0: Well, thank you all very much for tuning in this evening. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this trip down Crazy Lane.
3: Made hopefully, they uh, made it a little less crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, hopefully, you, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this and would like us to do more of them. Never thought I would say Hopefully,
3: this, you don't want us to do more of them.
4: <laughs> yeah, I kind of miss Rand Paul Yeah <laughs> Yeah
0: Yeah well For the next So for the next three weeks We will not be covering debates I know there Ooh. are more debates yeah. Scheduled between now And the next three weeks But
3: uh, Next week We will I, be uh, Sans Ryan Yeah My work schedule's all fucky What are
4: we gonna do? We'll, it's not gonna
3: be as entertaining I guarantee that
2: <laughs> Certainly not <laughs> Well We'll have to get somebody else
4: to join us, possibly uh, the week after. How are we going to cover his charisma? Maybe just, we can get Ben Carson.
3: Hey, that was a bad joke. I don't like that
0: joke. It hurts
2: that, my
3: feelings. That joke makes me look stupid.
0: Uh, so, so Ryan will not be with us next week. Uh, the week after that, we will have Ryan back in studio. Yep. Also joining us will be Atheists of Utah's president, the the amazing, awesome cheesemonger, Felicia Antwistle. Antwistle. And... I think the, the week after that... The week after that, we have... is our, Dave. Our, our big special guest, yeah. Mr. David Silverman, who will be joining us... <clears throat> President, David Silverman. President of American atheists, atheists, David Silverman, will be joining us in studio uh, the night prior to his appearance on X96's radio from hell, the morning before he will be speaking and doing a book signing uh, yes. as part of his book tour. Uh, really looking forward to that. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. As always, you can reach us at facebook.com slash godless revolution, Twitter our Twatter at TGR Podcast. Call and leave us a message or send us a text message at three three zero eight one rebel. Send us an email at godless revolution at gmail dot com. <laughs> I was wondering where Matt was on those. <laughs> I know I, I, I think I'm tired man. Matt was Matt was Matt was, Matt was admiring his artwork that was, he's been I was working zoned on. zoned out. <laughs> Uh, once again, thanks for joining us. Uh, give us a rating out there on your podcast app, wherever you should find us. Let other people know if you like the show and that they should tune in. Yeah. We appreciate you guys very much. Without our listeners, we would just be three jackasses. (laughs) Well, well, we still are Yeah, We are still three jackasses. Well, yeah. But we would, we would only be three jackasses sitting in the basement talking to ourselves, right? Uh, Which then we'd
3: be insane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'd still be fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> uh, we will chat at you all next week. All right. Cardinals. We'll miss you, Ryan. Cardinals yeah. are still in it. Just saying. That was my prediction. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay got robbed. I'm sorry. All
4: uh, right. Hey, you know what? If you can if you don't know where Larry Fitzgerald is on the field, you don't deserve to win. I mean, that's the <laughs> one guy you need to stop. You can't give up 60 yards on a pass play. I mean, that's
3: ridiculous. It was bad. It was. Okay. Right.
4: And then giving up a shovel pass in the middle to Fitzgerald
3: again for the win. Yeah, but that, I, for the win. That catch yeah. at the end for the Packers was awesome though.
4: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, the Packers did have two Hail Marys completed in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still, you know, so all right, more football next week.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Panthers look pretty amazing, though. I'm a little worried. Bye.
1: Bye. John in America. Look no at the wheel. No one needs anyone. They don't even just pretend. In America. Johnny wants a brain. Johnny wants to suck on a coke. Johnny wants a woman. Johnny wants to think of a joke. Johnny's in America. the stars. Johnny combs his here and Johnny wants to see in cars. Germans in America. Germans in America. I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid I can't help it. I'm afraid I can't. I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid I can't help it. I'm afraid I can't. Yeah, I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the worst. I'm afraid I can't help it. I'm afraid I can't. I'm afraid of Americans. God is an American God is an American
2: God is an American
3: I did have an idea for you for the beginning of this episode. What's that? You should throw in those girls singing that Trump America great yes! song. Yes, oh, <laughs> I was
4: thinking that too. God, that's
3: so fucking. Not even a whole thing. Not even a whole thing. If we can just like blend that into our normal intro. Oh my god, it's so
2: hard to listen to. It's, it's fucking, horrible. The video it's is dude, horrible. Is, god
3: damn. It, it reminded me of something out of North Korea. It really did. Like I was looking online to find. Like, yeah. I, I, I was trying to find online the clip from uh, the interview. With that little girl singing about destroying America. (laughs) But I couldn't find it on YouTube. I wanted to find it and link it to that. Yeah.